the pizza party podcast i'm pan pizza who are you people i'm a baker i want to die jim. i'm jim i'm here and and look who's back everyone it's get away from me it's it's my daughter it's my no my niece or <laughs> whatever i don't know you whatever weird role play i'm thing calling doing. the police look look please do we're not Giving her back, the, they pay us the ransom money. Look, calling now. Like beep, 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 beep. Hello, Mister <laughs> Officer, sir. Yes, who is this? This is Nolan of the Pizza Party <laughs> Podcast. Pan is a pedo, a file. That's not the police. That's just you saying, talking like the police in a slightly deeper voice. Oh I shit! Like it's a pedophile this... again. Oh, I'm coming. Don't worry. Look, thank you, Mister Officer, sir. Click. Can I have an autograph? Hey. I love the podcast, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Like me and Nicholas have a healthy relationship of... I don't have any relationship with you. <laughs> the only relationship she has is mooching off you for to get on the podcast. Oh, I beg for her to get on the podcast. Yeah, this is this is every girl's dream being here right now. <laughs> I needed to prove... Sugar daddy! I needed to prove that I can get a girl on the podcast. Disappointingly, she's only 12, so yeah. I'm not 12. You, I'm 18. You had and Sakira on. What are they? <laughs> Stick to the role play thing. It's not role play. I told you not to do this. Dude, I don't want to be a part of your fucking role play. Please, someone, someone this call is, the police. I have a restraining order. I feel like I'm in a really uncomfortable waiting room at the IHOP right now. <laughs> Speaking of IHOP, who's it? I don't think I feel. Eddie went up for some pancakes. <laughs> oh, no. I forgot. I walked into day. that one. Damn it. Happy Daddy's Day. day. Nicholas want to enter some international house of pancakes. No. I don't want to enter anything with you. Yeah. So For your information, I had my waffles cut the other day by someone else. So. Wink, wink. Whoa. Oh, fuck. Oh, damn. No, was, no, not like that. No. <laughs> I, was, I was expecting drama. Look, me and Nicholas are going through a breakup right now, so it's really awkward to have her on. <laughs> there was even nothing to begin with, please. Shut up. You know there was something. Can we can we get to the podcast, please? Okay. This has gone on too long. The next video is going to be an episode review of Captain Planet, something about rats and pollution. Oh, I've been waiting for this one. It's oh, like, I can't wait to be disappointed. It's like, oh, the episode is something else. I just don't understand. Oh, Why don't you review the Hitler one? Hitler? Oh, man. I'll, I, I'll get to Hitler that one day. One? There's yeah, a, there's an, Hit, Hitler's hatred is so strong at weekends, Captain Planet. Yeah, there's an episode where they go to World War II and, they, uh, and the, the bad guys are selling Hitler a nuclear bomb. But then, but Hitler, but this Hitler has a, a Chu Man Fu mustache, oh. Or a Hulk Hogan, whichever. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I bet they did that because in Germany you can't have anything on TV or publicly with Nazi or Hitler images in it. So uh, they probably did that for international. Germany is like that 12-year-old kid who, like, made a big mistake. And whenever you bring it up to him, he's like, shut up! Because when, like, they made Inglorious Bastards, they had to come up with a way to advertise it without showing anything to do with Nazis. How? Like, I forget the the poster doesn't have a Nazi thing on it. Who are they fighting? They, I get well. I mean, I think you can see it in a movie, but I don't think you can play it on public TV. I might be wrong, but I know you can't do an advertising like like Nazis use Duracell, but good people use Energizer. 
Close enough. I think that'll work. <laughs> that would be a great Adam just, campaign. Just replace so, him with the um, w- the Hydra from, from Avengers. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people were complaining about like uh, Captain America, the first Avenger didn't have Nazis. It was Hydra. It's like what's this? But now it makes sense since you see they're they were building up to Hydra as a well. Hydra was a a Nazi offshoot, so yeah, pretty much. You know, but yeah. So let's get their whole fucking thing is like their whole catchphrase is "Hail Hydra." <laughs> Not even subtle. I re- I remember when Tumblr got really upset whenever you did "Hail Hydra" posts. They were like, "It's making it's about Nazis, and that's really offensive. So don't do it." Well, why would you hail Hydra? Why not raining Hydra? <laughs> What? I don't know. I don't get it. Oh, that was <laughs> such a dad joke. I can't believe it. Happy Father's Day, things. everyone. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. recording this on Father's Day. Yellow. Yeah, Daddy Day. Yeah. Don't hey. forget to have a special cummy with your daddy. <laughs> Please, no, no cummy jokes. We're done. Uh. Next, we're gonna let's go I'm into the I'm still waiting for my dad to come home. Let's news, news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is the news? News. Okay, we're getting another Smurfs movie. This time it doesn't suck, hopefully. Yeah, because it's going to be fully animated instead of real humans and with CG Smurfs. Oh, and the art style is going to be more simplified, so they're not all wrinkly and have pores on their faces and... Ugh. (laughs) Okay. I never watched Smurfs, so... Yeah. Those Smurfs are big in Scandinavia, they... They make, like, more money there than anywhere, so that's probably why they keep making them. Was that the town that painted itself blue in promotion for the Smurfs movie? I think it was in Scandinavia, yeah. Because it's like, I know that that and Donald Duck comics are really big there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know there is a town that, uh, for promotion, they painted the entire town, like some European town, blue as promotion. and uh, Which I thought, wow, that's really dickish, just to paint, paint it blue for this one movie, but... The, the town said they actually liked that because it, it brought t- tourists in, and so that 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 uh that crappy Smurfs movie saved it. Because didn't it wasn't Smurfs a comic in a Scandinavian comic or a German comic originally? Yeah, sorry, that's a comic, was. and then became a cartoon. Yeah. Also, hmm. I think I don't know if it's true or not, but didn't Smurfs like create the zombie genre? What? Yeah, what? Like, they were like the. F- I'm pulling shit out of your ass. Look, dude. I swear I read this somewhere. Why is this full of lies? It's at least one of the first to do a zombie story because uh, there was this. There was a comic where Smurfs were to, were get bitten by other Smurfs, but they, these were black Smurfs. Oh God! It oh, it, it had to be. It had to be black Smurfs. <laughs> well, they had, the, they had like really pinprick eyes and red lips, and they were like, "Yo, no, nigga, no, no, give me that watermelon." Oh no. <laughs> But, but well, in the cartoon, they, they changed them to purple Smurfs. But yeah, like basically, they would get bitten and then they would become black Smurfs and they would consume other Smurfs. And the, what year was this? I don't know, but I don't know. Was, like I don't know. Night of Living Dead's the early sixties, so Smurfs. that's kind of the beginning of modern zombies. But then uh, 
I think there was there's zombie movies from the 30s and stuff. So, uh, 1959. I, I just remember a lot. Oh. Of, I remember a lot of comics back in the day. Like had a lot of racist caricatures, and they're I mean, honestly kind of funny. No, 1963. They, they huh? could do. They could. It could be before, but the whole idea of using zombies and having it be like a social metaphor is from Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. So I don't know if it's really true or not that Smurfs did create the zombie genre. That's what I heard. That'd, that'd be funny if like a fat little George Romero was reading his Smurf comics and went like, oh, I have an idea for a movie. And that's where it all started. But if anyone asks him about it, he goes, Smurfs, I don't even know what that is. I mean, everyone knows. Bra- I, I didn't see that episode. What are you talking about? Everybody Bell knows Smurf Brainy's the best one. I don't. I don't know anything about them. Can't wait for the new... Well, no, I can't, I can't wait for the new Smurfs movie. I don't want to watch it at all. <laughs> no, then don't. The, uh, the 2D animated one, Smurfy Hollow, has really good 2D animation. Oh, yeah. The Streets of Video Sony Pictures movie that uh, came out a few years ago. Yeah, the animation's eerily smooth. I don't know how, but it's 2D also. Huh. Huh. But yeah, I hate the I hate the live-action Smurf movies because it's... It, it's so commercial and it feels so, uh, you know, just sleazy to me. And also the Smurf designs are terrible. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah. they, they have an entire sequence taking place inside a toy store and they're just like, it's just there just to show off all these toys for Christmas. It's, yeah. I feel like... If you know. refer to Pan's video, please insert title here. It shows a scene where they're just rocking out on Guitar Hero. Yeah, the uh, top 10 extreme edgy cartoons. It's just like... It's so commercial, and I feel just dirty watching it. I like, like the, the part. Oh yeah, I like the part where they had the Smurfs talked about how great State Farm insurance was. <laughs> that part was my favorite. <laughs> I don't even know if you're serious or not. <laughs> I'm not, but if I saw it and that happened, I I would believe it. Would not be surprised. Yeah, I bet you that's in there. Everyone's like, "Wow, how do you remember that?" Oh God, yeah. But on to next news. Uh, okay, if you guys remember back in like 2012, at the beginning of every animated movie, there was this trailer for this crappy-looking CGI movie called Dino Time. I mean, it, it tried really hard to be cool, hip, and edgy like the kid's skateboards, and he has an annoying little sister played by Tara Strong, and the, the little sister says, Drinking soda? Mom's gonna freak. How's the time machine coming along? But he's about to push fun. <laughs> Sneaking out and drinking a soda? Double busted. Too far. Oh, I kind of remember that. And what was this? Dino time. Dino time. Yeah. Wasn't that before Hotel Transylvania and stuff? I uh, think it was. I think around the same year, yeah. Yeah. But this movie was supposed to come out in America in 2012, except once the deadline came in on December... It never came to America for some reason. It just vanished. But uh, it did play overseas in other countries. And in there's a black kid in the movie, except on the posters for the international posters. Uh, they changed the black kid into white. Ooh. Who cares? The hey, Ken. Ken, how does what? it feel to have your whole race erased by a movie poster? Or erased by history. I mean, everyone's going to remember Dino Time in a couple of months, right, guys? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so this movie just vanished until now because it's got got released on June 12th straight to video in America, finally. Yeah. Oh, man. Holy shit. 
I should oh see it. Except it, it, it got, they changed the name to Back to the Jurassic. Jim, oh, you should... nice oh. timing, guys. Fucking nice shameless. Timing. I would, I would review that if I had even less self-respect. <laughs> but, but Jim, you have, but Jim, you have to review the movie Rent first. No, why do? You, <laughs> no, I don't want. Not gonna review Rent. Review it. No, there's better musicals like Repo, the Genetic Opera. <laughs> okay. Everybody, please send ass to Jim's Tumblr. Oh my rent. god. This is this is your payback for the fedora. Oh. Don't do it. Every, Jim has Jim needs so many requests to review rent that he finally has to do it. So please See, do this. The reason for, the reason I won't review rent is well, first off, I know nothing about the musical, so it wouldn't be a great review. Well, I mean, anyway. it's a well, a movie should stand on its own. Daps and stand on their own. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But also because when I was in, I was in middle school, I was at this church lock-in. This is, this is precisely why I've stayed away from rent. Uh, I was at this church lock-in and I brought a boom box and this one girl was like, Hey, can I play like a song? And I was like, yeah, sure. But 20 minutes later when she was playing half the fucking CD of rent, I was like, okay, like seriously, it's enough. And so she, she kind of freaked out, but that was the end of it. And this was like 97. And then we all forgot about it. Literally 10 years later, I got a Facebook message telling me how awful I was for doing that. Oh, <laughs> in detail. Later? I'm not even joking. <laughs> like how like this like really hurt. And then I I literally next time I talked to him, I'm like, by the way, I'm not going to that church anymore because that's fucking nuts. And so I didn't have to go back to my my family's church because 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 I showed them the message. And I'm like, OK, all right. That's a little crazy. I can't and like, believe and anytime someone asked her about it, she was like, well, it was, you know, he just wouldn't let me play the whole CD. And I was like, are why are we still talking about this a decade later? And now on a this decade? podcast, that's awesome. It was a decade. This, this girl, like clearly, cause it was like a really detailed Facebook message. Damn, get over it. I was just like, like I wasn't the only boombox in the world. Like if that was the case, though, I would understand it a little more. But in 1997, there was more than one boombox, just so everybody knows. Ten years of a fucking grudge about not playing the whole. <laughs> Damn! Like, and it was the weird thing is, is like she she took advantage of me saying, "Yeah, one song, that's fine." Like she should have said, "Could I play the whole?" Anyway, point is, this is stupid, and I stay away from rent people because I've learned that people who like rent are crazy. And <laughs> don't learn. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. Wait, so is times ten is how long that grudge was. Was that song, do they literally count down from 5,000? Because that sounds amazing. <laughs> no, they literally just say that's how many minutes are in a year. It's only 5,000? That by 10 and how long that grudge was. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, man. Hang hold on, on, hold on. Let me let me pull up a calculator. Just I want to see how many minutes. 5,250,000 minutes of a grudge. She's probably thinking like, damn, no one understands me. I just want to play my music. You understand me, Kevin Bacon. The Does she cry every time someone brings a rent now? Footloose. Get loose. Post-traumatic stress disorder with rent. Everybody get footloose. The opening of the, the message had something to do with like, about how um, she didn't like my stupid cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> was it Cletus the fetus? No, it was, that was, it was like at the beginning of Knock Force and I went, 
okay, that's a weird way to start a message. And then I just kept reading. I was like, oh my God. I think I showed it to people and people were like, this isn't real, is it? Do you like, still it was, have it? <laughs> no, it was MySpace. So that oh, MySpace. Oh, like, so that's dead. So it's like, not only was it 10 years then, it's like, but anytime I think of Rent, I just go, I'm just staying away. It was like, <laughs> I, I got a peek at the Rent fandom and I just went, um, uh, never mind. I'll, I'll stay away from you. Damn. Was he in like, damn, she wrecked us good. She just like like anytime I hear a song from Rent, I just like kind of hide. I'm like, I just leave me alone, please. Whenever she comes out of nowhere, they start yelling at you, Jim. Probably, I'm sure she'll hear this and oh, hunt me no. down. She's and in the in the podcast. Can you edit in a Rent song, please? <laughs> Everyone has AIDS. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. Wasn't that in that was South Park, right? Team America. Team, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a version of Ren. Yep. Um, pan, I'll go pan, play a Ren song, and then play that. It'll be fucking yeah. hilarious. Wasn't there? Wasn't there a? Um, isn't Rent just a, an older story that they chain that they made modern? Like it's like bluff. Yes, West Side Story. I can hold on. It, I can, it's like a it's a reboot basically. It's um something Boheme or La Boheme, I think. Oh. La Bohem. This is why people turn to the Pan Pizza podcast. Like, what what does Jim and Nolan think about music? (laughs) Let's talk (laughs) about Madame Butterfly after this. I don't know what the hell that is. Let's talk about the Shrek musical again. The only only (laughs) musical I care about is Nightmare Before Christmas and Repo. The only musical I care about is the song Emily and Stephanie sing at the end of each podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the only reason people tune in for that yeah people have told me they're like i don't i listened to the whole two hours but i really just want to listen to the the end part yeah that's the best up. part of the whole podcast just waiting for that one part Fuck yeah now i'm inclined to do that every single time well, you put it on yourself i don't know hey let's get into other news i'm okay more reboots uh ben 10's getting a reboot mm, it looks like a pbs kids show it does. It does. Oh. Uh, it's going to be a comedy. I just know they're going to go Teen Titans Go with it. Man of Action is involved though, and they said it was going to be action oriented. Okay. Well, How can that be action though? It look like fucking baby shit. It, do they defeat the if villain? It's an, by it, if it's animated in Flash, the action scenes are going to be crap. You can't make a good action show with Flash unless you're Motor City. Unless you're Johnny Tess. No. Oh, and Motor City, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mo- John- I, forgot, I forgot Motor City existed, to be honest. Yeah, we all Johnny did. Johnny Tess, baby. No. I love Johnny Tess, Tess man. Johnny Testicles. But, yeah. <laughs> when you turn into Johnny X, that I was, like, my fucking jam. can't make jam. a good action show, but it requires a lot of money and effort. Yeah. Monies and stuff. Have. Other reboots. The Three Stooges is getting a reboot by Titmouse Animation. Again, I'm, why? I'm not against this because there's a long history of Three Stooges cartoons. Yeah. So, like yeah, but going back to the else? 50s. I think that sounds interesting. That's, I would at least watch one. I don't think I'm going to watch it. I mean, they, they showed up an image and it kind of looks like Uncle Grandpa's art style mixed with John Kay a bit. But Three Stooges works for animation because it's all visual. It's all physical yeah. humor. So, I mean, we don't have enough of that nowadays. So it'd be kind of cool to have it come back. Yeah, they said yeah. they want to, like, try uh, limiting the uh, audio for the thing. Ooh, I like that. See, this is like, I mean, when's this even come out? I don't you know. know. But they, all Probably, we have is this publicity still. 
2018 or something. Yeah. One of the- I'm just saying, in theory, this sounds like a good idea. I mean, I remember hearing that they were going to reboot, like, uh, the Archies, except it, it had this, like, it looked like the art style was going to look like Phineas and Ferb, and, uh, and that never happened. Oh. Oh, yeah, Phineas and Ferb ended. Yeah, I, need, I actually didn't get to watch. I sitting on my DVR for a while. I need to watch that. Yeah. They all died. It was a coma. <laughs> hey, you guys oh, want to read my over-the-garden wall coma theories? Yeah, totally. No. I've <laughs> heard some of them. Yeah, explain it. Oh. Yeah, like what if what if over the garden wall was just one big coma? <gasps> Explain it. Go in more in depth, Pan. Because you wrote this down, right? Shut up. You're not lying. You know. Because you don't lie. Yeah. We've been friends for 15 years. Yeah. I know you. You wouldn't lie. That's me. <laughs> Go on. Explain. I don't know. Like, what if they're in a coma this whole time? Like, it's a big twist. Like, they were never really in the forest, and it turns out they were in a coma. You know, like, I, I had the same theory. Like from, you right. I, I saw it. It's like three pages. I, I have also this theory. Down. Like, what if Adventure Times does that, too? Like, what if they're in a coma? And what if Ed and Nettie were if, in a coma the whole time? What if we're all in a coma and nothing's real? News! Hey, <laughs> news. Okay. <laughs> Another remake. Uh, Disney is gonna... Got, got hired the writers behind Dracula Untold and The Last Witch, Witch Hunters to write Night on Bald Mountain, the live-action remake. Oh, so they got the best screenwriters in Hollywood is what you're saying. Yeah, the, remember Dracula Untold? No. Why would you make no. Why would you make Bald Mountain a, a movie that Dracula Untold wasn't untold. No one was listening. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no one well, saw that movie. Damn. That, that uh you know at the end they have a part that's supposed to start like a universal monsters like oh. continuity a shared universe yeah. that they added on at the last minute. I kind of just wanted to see that scene. Oh, so never, I'm sure it's uploaded on YouTube. Probably, hmm. right? Sounds but, like yeah. <laughs> Night so, of Bald Mountain would work as a short film. Well, that's the the weird thing about that is that's based on Fantasia. a painting and a German silent film that only do it shortly. So how would you make that? And then Robot Carnival did a short about that also. So it's like they've riffed on it so many times. I don't really understand how you could do that okay. for two hours. First off, like, uh, an, like a, a big crossover with all these monsters from the universal, like Frankenstein, Dracula. I think that would sound cool. Hasn't someone done that already? Well, they did uh, Abbott and Costello meet. That doesn't Frankenst- count. <laughs> no, but all the monsters are in that. Invisible yeah. Man's in it. What an action all, movie, not Abbott and Costello. Universal did do crossovers of their properties, but they weren't like as big as like every single monster, I don't think. Any? Didn't King Kong fought Godzilla? Yeah. yeah. Because not- King Kong made Godzilla. They they, Japan made King Kong movies, and that King Kong fought Godzilla. Oh, wait. There was there was the video game Darkstalkers. It's by the people who made Street Fighter. But There was a, a monster crossover. It was like Scooby-Doo, Monsters Unleashed or whatever. Boring. School oh. school. <laughs> no, don't even make like a Universal Monsters crossover. Just make the Monster High movie. Nah. Which are really bad, but I love them. No, like a live action one. Brats. Um, oh, fuck. Don't even get me started with that. <laughs> I want to see the Brats movie. I, I so badly want to. I, can I thought you watched it. Hey, Jim, you should do a review of Brats. I tried. <laughs> do the review of Rend. I tried watching the Brats movie, but like I, I, I looked it up and all I found were like Swahilian or whatever random language dubs of it. 
That's like the only way to watch it, dude. Oh, yeah, that's the but that's the way the director intended it. Oh, what a waste. But going back to Night on Bald Mountain, if anyone remembers, it's that thing from Fantasia with Satan. Well, they call him Chernabog, but it's Satan on a mountain and casting spells well, and Actually, it's funny you say Satan cuz in the the in Faust the the movie and in the painting, I think it is Satan. They just changed it in the Disney one. Oh, uh, yeah. But like what are they going to do in a Disney movie of this? How, like, I want, like, what I would want is, like, Metalocalypse with <laughs> with that with that character or something. Or get George Miller to do it. Mad Max was essentially Cirque du Soleil in Metalocalypse, in a way. Yeah, that's true. For some reason, I'm just picturing Bald Mountain remake. It's just going to have, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And it's going to be, like, the race to Witch Mountain where they journey to Bald Mountain. With, like, a bunch of kids. Oh, and there's a dog at the end. The I mean, if, if the rock's in it, I'm there. So I just, I just don't understand. We need it. Like, who asked for it? Well, that's what. That's the thing with all the Disney re, uh, live action remakes. It's like nobody really wants them. Just what Disney's like we're gonna make them. They're just recognizable. So it's like, hey, this people yeah. know this. We can market this. When I mean, you think like, gonna make a live action Phineas and Ferb movie, and Fer- Phineas is gonna have a triangle head. That's gonna be well, horrifying. They've been yeah. turning their back on Phineas and Ferb. I think they're kind of done with it. Yeah, it's over. They said they were going to do a movie. I thought but it ended. Yeah. But yeah. They said they were going to do a movie, but I guess that's not happening anymore. Well, the movie was supposed to come out when the first the, or the second Wolverine movie came out. And then they just, yeah, yeah. so didn't work out, I guess. That, that's your unit of measurement, like the Wolverine movie. <laughs> well, no, because I remember, I remember it was the same weekend. Because I used to like Phineas and Ferb, and I was like, oh, that weekend, I'll see both of them. And then the Wolverine movie came out, and I was like, wait, what happened? It, like, just hit me, like, what happened? So anytime I think of that movie, I think of the weekend I cried because I couldn't, you know. <laughs> I just picture I someone. cried over Phineas and Ferb, you faggot. I, well, I didn't. <laughs> I just I didn't picture... cry, but I, I, was, I, was, I was a little sad. I just picture uh, you saying to someone, hey, remember this? And you just say, oh, that was four X-Men movies ago. I remember. <laughs> I should start doing that. I like that idea. <laughs> like so, Sometimes like someone gives me a date, like they say uh, 1989, and then I always think, I always just think of a movie that came out that year. Like, oh, Batman came out that year. Yeah. Actually, my my wife and I were talking about 1977 came out. She was like, just think of all the music you could hear. And I was like, yeah, you could go watch Star Wars. <laughs> that's like that happens to me a lot where someone will say a year and i'm like yeah i mean it'd be really cool to see castle blank in the theater and they're like jim it's like what we could stop off and watch a movie it's not a big deal for time traveling already i feel like if you could you would just get an iv and like pump like like crushed film into you no because that wouldn't be as good as watching i wouldn't be as good as watching the movie but the movie would be inside you then nolan the movie, when I watch it, will the experience of watching the movie will get inside me anyway. He's like, he's really in a movie, and you, you get really into it. Uh, do you remember That's that such- part in, in regular show? He's like, music can touch you. No, yeah. music can't, you can't touch music, but music can touch you. It's summertime, and you know what that means. Gonna head out to the beach, gonna do some beachy things. It's summertime, feels just right. Gonna gather all my friends, and we'll party through the night. Summertime, love it. Oh, 
Oh, but speaking of Star Wars, we have some Phantom Menace news. What? We have some Phantom Menace news, Ken. What? Phantom Menace. <laughs> so it's what the fuck? Uh, just breaking right now. Uh, Jake Lloyd, the the little kid from Episode One, the now this is pod racing. That kid. Yeah, he was arrested for reckless driving. No, it wasn't reckless driving. He was in a pot. He was pod racing. And clearly the laws in this country won't recognize pod racing as an official sport. And one of the great stars of pod racing does an amazing job. And they let Sebulba go away. What's up with that shit? Sebulba gets to get off again. The justice system is flawed. It's a joke. I should try turning. That's a neat trick. Damn, I can't believe he, I can't believe Vader became a reckless driver. Who would have thought? I just think it's funny. It was for racing because of that pod race scene, which is like probably the best sequence in that whole movie <laughs> outside of the Darth Maul fight, which yeah. was the best. But maybe the cobblers really hated that the menaces wanted to pull his ass over. Oh, know. but I'm reading through this article and he's, and he's saying that uh, being in the Star Wars made his uh, childhood a living hell. That's what he's he's said that for a while. He's an editor, isn't he? Uh, I don't know. I thought I read that, that he was an I, editor. I think he sells, like, insurance or something, or... I, yeah. I think that's what he said. I don't know. I know Lucas, as much as, as weird as he, um... As weird as Lucas is, he actually gives the actors percentage points of the movies. Uh, so, I'm, I'm absolutely positive that kid probably is okay financially. So, because yeah, even, like, pe- people like Billy D got percentages. And not stuff. emotionally. Well... <laughs> Lucas can't give you emotional percentage points off the movie. Only, everyone knows only Spielberg has the rights to do that. Oh, so, but I'm looking. But, but apparently, he also dis, uh, Jake Lloyd destroyed all of his merchandise of the film due to his anger. What? That would be worth so much. What an idiot! It's, I imagine like it's the room where he's just like smashing up his smashing up his room full of Star Wars toys. <laughs> oh, like it's I like would Bobby love so filming the scene in the room. <laughs> I you had enough in the world. If uh, has, the whole world. <laughs> I hope somebody animates or at least has video of him doing that. And at the end, he's crying, holding a Jar Jar Binks doll. He's like, why did I? The real Phantom Menace Ew. is my childhood. <laughs> Ew, bitch. The whole world. He's just like destroying, like breaking, like. Remember when you got Phantom Menace toys, they had those little discs that you put in a thing and it said stuff, and I never got the thing that said stuff. Like those little hologram you, things? Because they had a stand, and it was like a, th- yeah, it was like a thing, and you could use it to, you could buy a thing. See, I never did it, so I'll, I don't know. Like, I, I had one of Power Rangers, or the Red Ranger toy. I, I just got them because I was like, these will be worth something. Yeah. But the one cool one they had that I did get and I enjoyed a lot was the Jabba the Hutt action figure from that and you put slime in the figure and then if you pushed him down slime would pour out of his mouth that was that was awesome i love that one (laughs) replace it with blood or something that could work you yeah you could you know that was the same summer as the tarzan jerk off doll what oh right that thing (laughs) yo i know what you're you're talking about now it's called rad repeat and tarzan i still don't know what that means yeah (laughs) there's just this okay for those who don't know there's just this tarzan disney's tarzan toy where it's just him stroking his hands up and down near his crotch region and i don't know what that was supposed to be that what gorillas do or something do they do that i don't know what the intent of that was like what were they going for 
I mean, it's probably like the magic, that vibrating broom that Harry Potter made. It's like, how did you guys I, let I, that go? I wanted to buy one when I was younger because oh. I wanted a Harry Potter broom. And in hindsight, I, I'm not sure if I'm glad I didn't buy it or I, I'm, I'm upset that I didn't buy it. Oh, God. I can't figure out which. Why would they do this? Oh, now we have more news. Hey, did anyone see E3? No. I did. The computer yeah. game exposition. The electronic ec- electronic entertainment expo, you fucking pleb. They're called computer games. I don't know. I like you can tell how I love when like a news reporter says computer games. Like no one says that anymore. Except old people, I guess. I don't know. Jim. Is anyone excited for new anyone excited for any video games? No, not really. Uh, video games. Yarny. Uncharted and another Uncharted Four demo crashed. Oh yeah, because uh, what happened was is like they were gonna show Uncharted, but then it, you just see a black screen that says only on PlayStation three times, and you you're just waiting and you're waiting, and Uncharted three never gets shown. It's Uncharted four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it it. They literally just like he um the guy couldn't move. Like, the, the gl- demo glitched just so bad it couldn't move. And then they restarted the demo. It was the funniest fucking thing. Oh, so awkward and painful to watch. But, hmm, any games... Th- yeah, I would want to see Uncharted 3. Or oh, wait, no, 4. 4, yeah. Four, yeah. Let's see. Star Fox. There's a new Star Fox game. That's the only game that they release that people care about. Yeah, that's the only n- thing Nintendo released for a game. And they, an- they announced a new Metroid game, but... <laughs> Blast balls, baby. Metroid soccer. Blast balls. Hell yeah. That's literally what it is. Metroid soccer without Samus. Samus Did anyone there. else see the Nintendo Championship, though? With no. Reggie? I can't. Oh. He oh, got his butt kicked so got, hard. All I know is that Raptor got 11th place, which was funny for me. That was awesome. <laughs> Fucking Egoraptor. Yeah, uh, this game has bad design. That's what yeah, you, he was yelling like the game is badly designed, bro. That's why I'm sucking so hard. Oh, that's what you get for quitting on your animation dreams. Mm. Oh. All right, yeah. So, so that was E3. Shenmue E3 is alive. Last Guardian is alive. Star Final Wars Battlefront Three. Battlefront Three sucks. It's gonna be cool. You just wait. I mean, it doesn't have as many features as the original, but you know the graphics are a billion times better. A guy, um, and this YouTube reviewer, Angry Joe, played some of the uh, dog fighting, and he said it controlled terribly because, like, controlling the ship, you use just one stick. Maybe he was too angry when he was playing it, or whatever. Uh, I suck so hard. Uh, I don't take Angry Joe's advice on any. I remember playing, um, I, I think it was Warhawk on PS3, and I thought, oh, this is like this is gonna be like Battlefront, and I played the demo. And was like, oh, this is not like Battlefront at all. This is awful. I don't know. I hate. I hated the flight controls. It felt really awkward. I don't know why. Do you play video games, Jim? Sometimes I actually played Turtles in Time this week on the big screen. (laughs) (laughs) Jim gets to play movies on like a big screen because he's. Well, I was. I was. Jim is rich. You guys don't know. No, I was. No, I was testing a projector at work, and I watched. I actually did some epic watching. I watched. um, uh, you know the Steven Universe where they escape from the spaceship? Yeah. 
I watched that on the big screen. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. It was like with the sound system. But then I played Turtles in Time for like an hour. It was <laughs> it was really cool. I, I, Dude, I will play Turtles loaded, in Time. You guys, he has a mansion. I. Can. <laughs> yeah, Can. You're forgetting the star of E3, which was in fact Chibi Robo Whiplash. Fuck off. <laughs> Chibi Robo is the lamest fucking video game character. No, he is not. He's adorable, like, and he's got his own amiibo. Bubsy could kick his ass. Okay. Probably, First off, Bubsy, Bubsy can probably kick Chibi Robo's ass. He can kick Sonic's ass, too. I mean, you see how fast he runs? Yeah, he can roll. <laughs> that fast. He can glide. He, he's like Knuckles with, you know, without the rap music. At, like, at times, he can just deny gravity. If you get the special ending of Bubsy, you can become Super Bubsy. Man, isn't he fucking fast as shit? Fucking Bubsy bitches. But, like, Chibi Robo truly is the lamest video game character of all time. He is not. No. Uh, no. I'm going to have to disagree with Look, you, I please. think Blinks the time sweeper is lamer. No, no. I, Blinks can, can walk more than 30 seconds without having to recharge. Are you sure you're just, like, sucking at the game and just don't know what okay, to do? Okay, let me tell you about fucking Chibi-Robo. See, look at, look at, look at. Pan can't even play a, a child's video game about cleaning. Look, look. And he gets upset. <laughs> Why would you want to play a game about cleaning, yeah. anyway? Yeah, what is this? Uh, Luigi Mansion what, Game of the Year. What Fuck is you. this, uh, Universal Studios theme park adventure? <laughs> I don't want to clean anything for a video game. Like, this is what you do in Chibi-Robo. You, you play as this little six foot tall robot and uh he he has to take care of a house of these crazy this crazy texas chainsaw family that's potentially going to kill each other eventually (laughs) but then but you got to clean up the house but you only have like 10 seconds of battery life before you can recharge well maybe if you played it you know that you get more battery right i shouldn't have to wait that long and play through this bullshit just to do that look at the child's getting mad (laughs) shut up you You're know, younger than me. Can go get the baby leash. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Time out. I think it's in my closet somewhere. Hold on. <laughs> Come on, Pam. Maybe you need a little walk. You want to go on for a walk? Shit, Chibi Robo is shit. You know this. <laughs> he's like an Ava unit when he gets unplugged, except he's fucking lame. <laughs> mm. I'm just oh imagine you getting like frustrated at this baby skin. It sucks. It's awful. Oh, it's Chibi Robo. You guys know what's a you know guys know what's a good toy based video game? Toy Story Two, Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. Yeah, <laughs> well, that game was pretty cool though. Yeah, I mean it was like Mario sixty four, Banjo, and that style. It was pretty. It was like a pretty good like knockoff of that, you know. Oh yeah. Hey, did Inside Out get a video game? No, but Minions so. did. Uh, oh, yeah. Wasn't that Paradise. the... That was one of the big announcements at E3. Yeah, Ooh, Minion Paradise. It? You play as Wubsy. Uh, what's the other Minion's <laughs> name? You don't, you don't play as Carl? Isn't that one of them? I don't know their names. No, there's two Carls. I bet they're like Carl with a C and Carl with a K. So they can save money with uh, titling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, who would know? That's why like, they're so interchangeable. Why does it matter which one you have or not? Twinkies. You know? They're just like to like. I think Bill is one of them. Storyline. I want to cross over with 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 uh, the rabbits from Rayman and Gur. And Emily. I'm gonna say. And don't you ever fucking say that those combination of words to me ever again. Oh man, like who else? Maybe like all the quirky characters like Pinkie Pie and Mako from Kill a Kill and that stupid pink jerk from 
I can literally feel a cancerous tumor growing as you keep saying these words. Make the worst overly preppy cartoon ever and just fucking ruin everything. What we call happy pancake Jar Jar. Mmm, I love the minions. Mm. Ooh, Misa like. Misa like minions. Ooh. Misa having a fun adventure. Jake Lloyd drives Misa city now. Misa off to minions. Mmm. Drives... Ooh, minions. Jake Lloyd, put on your seatbelt. Mm. I don't even know what I'm doing. I think that's Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Drive Please, you must. someone draw Emily as a minion. She be wrong. Just to spite yeah, Pan. Or yeah, draw dry. Emily's Jar Jar. Mm. Yeah. Chibi Robolo sucks, yes. Me a sucker, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible, but on the last bit of news. Thus, the Powerpuff Girls were born. Using their ultra superpowers, Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup have dedicated their lives to fighting crime and the forces of evil. Oh, we still have news? One more oh. bit of news. The Powerpuff Girls are getting a reboot for 2016, and it's animated, and they announced the new voice cast, and they, they brought back the voice of Mojo Jojo and the mayor and the announcer, but they did not bring back the voices for the Powerpuff Girls themselves. Good. Uh-uh. Thank well, God. I don't, I don't get about why would you recast voice actors? I mean, it's like if you do a reboot... It's a movie, and you want them to be younger. I kind of get that, but for voice actors, like what, what exactly are they trying to do recasting them? They don't have to pay that much. I mean, I thought they were oh. gonna. Like, oh, there you go. <laughs> I mean, I thought they were gonna go for like their own interpretation of the Powerpuff Girls, but they they brought back everyone else but the Powerpuff Girls themselves. Which the problem with that is like these are cartoon characters. Maybe they're mad at their song. Who knows? These are cartoon characters. They should have like a signature voice, like. Bugs Bunny has sounded basically the same throughout all the years, but what's going to happen to the Powerpuff Girls? It's just weird because Warner Brothers like makes the people do Scooby-Doo sign stuff and they make to do like a million different things forever. And same with like Bugs Bunny and all that. So they keep the same voice. Like why do it differently with Powerpuff Girls? That's the part I don't really get. I mean, also the, the voice actor, the original Powerpuff Girls didn't handle it that well i will say okay well first off like when they announce like these are the new p- voices for the powerpuff girls like they don't even show them doing the voices it's they show the actors on You're camera saying, hi i'm doing the voice of uh uh who who character a bub- a buttercup bubbles yeah. like, hey i'm bubbles it's, everyone like bubbles right I mean, no these oh. are actors who really haven't done much of anything they're barely starting out like they they barely have anything on imdb but like i guess they're just trying to get like younger but they're voice actors like why would that matter maybe, maybe they're gonna like put them in the forefront just to like i don't know appeal to girls like make them be pop stars or whatever i just don't i just kind of don't get it i mean it's like i'm not really against these new voice actors like yeah tara strong and those other ladies were doing okay. on Twitter, but like, I, I'm kind of just more, I don't understand the reasoning is yeah. the part of I mean, we're not, I'm not mad at like the voice cast, but I'm like, like I'm mad like how Cartoon Network's handling it, which that's how yeah. the, uh, the, the, like the, the original creator and stuff and all the original voice casts went on Twitter saying, 
I didn't order a backstabbing today, and like Craig McCracken says, uh, <laughs> these were the ingredients chosen and shows a picture of the original cast, and like, they were never asked to be involved with this, they they Where were you during Powerpuff Girls Z, Craig? Yeah, fuck what the you. fuck, Craig? Like, cr- yeah. creator Craig McCracken, where was he when Powerpuff Girls Z happened? I'm, Craig, is he I not think... quite xenophobic? He just didn't want to deal with, like, the Japs, oh, you know? Whoa, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, didn't we get rid of you with World War like II? I don't like anime. Die. Animation, real animation. Okay. <laughs> Although the weird thing about, like, w- when the, this got all announced, like, at first, like, they made all these passive-aggressive tweets, and they were like... It, it made it seem like they were angry at the voices, the new voices, and not the company, because they were like, it, it almost seemed like they were attacking it, but eventually they cleared it up saying, we don't mean, we're not angry at the girl, at the new voices, we wish them the best, but we hate Cartoon Network for doing this. Well, they should have, you know, when, uh, not to bring up Lucas and Phantom Menace again, but when he was doing Phantom Menace, he called up the original cast and told them what was up. So they weren't like making weird statements to the press. So just to like give them the assurance, like, hey, this is something different. It's not that it's not this or anything. And Cartoon Network could have simply made a couple phone calls and calmed them down. So it wasn't like, hey, it's everywhere. What do you think? You know, it's like when they do that, it's just like, uh, would that have taken 20 minutes rather than having this bad, bad press out there? I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it kind of made them feel seem bad too, like the actual, the original crew, because like Craig McCracken, he just he made that passive aggressive tweet saying, quoting the the original intro saying, "These were the ingredients choice chosen." I thought, damn, Craig, these these actors are just trying to do the do a job. Leave them alone. I mean, they they kind of just are getting wrapped up into something that they don't, you know. Yeah. That they're not. It's not their fault. They just were trying to get a job. But it is just like why replacing them is just weird. That's the part. I think yeah. I would like someone from Cartoon Network to like try to explain it because it's like, or were the girls asking for too much money and they don't want no. to admit that they, they weren't even asked. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, well then, or were they asking? To, where's their price at the end of the show? So much that Cartoon Network was like, why bother trying again? Yeah, but I think they're just trying to, like, get these new younger actors just so they'll be in the... They're going to make emphasis on the actual voice casts. Like, they're going to show them in interviews and stuff just to give the, sh- the new Powerpuff Girls new publicity and whatever. I guess. I c- her strong Twitter and thought, like, wow, she's really obnoxious with doing these voices. Let's not hire her. Oh. Did they... Who's behind it, like, creatively? I don't know. Because it's not Craig McCracken. Some and, person. Oh. And it's not Gendy. So it's like, that's the thing. Like, when I was watching it, I was like, you had a pretty remarkable team behind it. Like, rebooting it seems like it'd be pretty hard unless you're going to get, like, you know, some amazing animators. But if you're just going to do it to do it, then I don't think it'll work out as well. Yeah, it's like, Powerpuff Girls already had all these anniversary specials and a movie and stuff. Like, give, Reboot something else. Yeah. Everybody on the Kids Next Door team is ready to fucking go, but they're like, we're not interested right now. Sorry. I think Kids Next Door, I think that's like too soon for a reboot. I think they need to wait. Maybe it, It's not a reboot. It's like a sequel series. Yeah, but like if, if you're going to do that, like you need the nostalgia to really set in. And I feel like it hasn't been long enough. It's been you 10 know. years, though. Yeah. 10 years isn't like, you know, it's I think good enough for Spider-Man. 
Hey, yeah. well, it, yeah, Spider-Man's Marvel, Spider-Man's Marvel Marvel had an anniversary special like t- a year ago. Yeah, it had Spider-Man's a different, but it's like kind of like the Jurassic World thing where if like if you have nostalgia at the right point, it can work out, but if you do it too soon, it can have the reverse effect. Yeah. Like Spy Kids, like no one yeah. was really asking for Spy Kids the reboot or uh Cats versus Dogs. Wait, that really happening? There was a no that ha- that already happened. There was a sequel to Cats vs. Dogs that came out uh, like ten years later. That seemed pretty rough. <laughs> oh, fuck you! That's all I yeah, got. I got a yeah. What a catastrophe! That wasn't as good as well. That yeah, was rough. fuck yourself, can you, you? Well, I guess it's time to talk. Go into the topic yes. right now. Ready? Okay. No. no, not really. Well, I'm sugar, spice, and everything nice. These were the ingredients chosen to create the perfect little girl. But Professor Utonium accidentally added a can of whoop-ass to the concoction. I'm back. I did that already. I've already done that. What are we talking about? I'm back. Jim is gonna re-review Food Fight, but after he reviews Ren. Mm-hmm. Um. No, I'm not. Why would I? I just. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to review Rent because Sausage Party by Seth Rogen's coming out soon. Oh, I mean, oh, Rent. Yeah. I meant Food That's Fight. Cool. Damn it! Uh, is Seth, are they still doing that sausage movie with Seth Rogen? Yes, they is. For those that don't know, <laughs> it's an animated movie with Seth Rogen. It's gonna be about a sausage. I hope fucking, you know... Seth North Rogen Korea. already is a sausage, though. Mm. Oh, good any one. Movie, any movie he makes is a fucking sausage fest, so... North Korea, please do something about this movie, please, thanks. Yeah, please get it canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I kind of wish the interview never came out. That way it would have, like, some extra hipster value, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it could maybe and come out in, like, ten years. It be on the Lost Media Wiki. Yeah, like... And, and then it was leaked. Oh no! Like it needs, it needed to wait like five years, and then it gets leaked. Like, just give it like mystery to it. Like now, now I gotta see it because otherwise it did come out. It's like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I feel like when people saw it, they're like, eh, who cares? Like, it just like killed the buzz immediately. Yeah, it, it needed that extra effort. Just like a, it needed to feel like an adventure. Like we had to go find it. It's the secret cut of the interview. It was also really disappointed, like Desker's root removal. It was just too big. It became too big too quick, and it wasn't good enough to sustain that. Damn. You know. Like, they got to go the extra mile. Like, make a, I don't know, just a a movie that that hates on every single country and world leader possible that has nuclear arms. Well, I guess Kingsman did that at the end. Yeah, Kingsman was Aw, damn. Sorry. I kind of want to see that. I realized I did that. Well, that doesn't right really spoil much it. of anything, but go watch it. Kingsman's I'll, good. Yeah. I'll watch, is it If it's on, like, no, it's probably not on Netflix. Not yet, or, no. It, really it came just out got on, on Blu-ray and stuff, so it's on its way. Yeah. But yeah, the topic is... Powerpuff <laughs> Girls. We're going to talk about the Powerpuff Girls. Nicholas, you like the Powerpuff Girls. I do. Plus you, you, you basically are a Powerpuff Girl. You're six. You assumedly have superpowers. Yeah, you like to take ecstasy when, well, <laughs> I put that in your drink sometimes, but, you know. It's what? A, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> we got a podcast. Hey, Powerpuff, hey, Powerpuff wait, Girls. Wait, that explains why Jurassic, Park, Jurassic World was so trippy when I saw it with Pan. I was like, 
I was like, I have to go to the bathroom, and suddenly my Coke, I was like, whoa, this is some good shit. <laughs> yeah. If, oh, man. I saw. <laughs> so if anyone saw Jurassic Park, did anyone see Jurassic Park? Or Jurassic World. Jurassic World. Everyone's seen Jurassic seen Park. I well, saw it. Okay, no spoilers, but it was... Watch it in D-Box theaters. Those seats that rumble, maybe your theaters will have them, but it was worth the, like, extra $40 it takes to pay for that. I don't know how much it costs. Oh, know. was it... Did, did it, like rumble like when the indominus rex was chasing them and yeah, stuff yeah like it, stuff oh, like man stuff like that it sweeps when the when like the helicopters in the ocean like it kind of oh, feels really? like one of those oh. universal park rides i really want to do d-box but i want to make a review for d-box and say i put this on twitter but i love saying it but like a d-box review from a total d-box <laughs> oh, that's my that's my idea and it would it would just be me being a dick about D-Box. Yeah, D-Box are for assholes. What's so you- special about D-Box? It's just like a box. It's like Rumble just- Pack, but for a seat. Ladies yeah. ladies, ladies love the D-Box, Uh-oh. you know. in a box. Woo-hoo. Yeah, you can, like, like next Harry Potter re-release, you can, like, bring your uh, vibrating broom along, like, <laughs> go the extra mile. Yeah, if you want, if you want an authentic D-Box experience, just like fucking bring like a back massager and just tape it to your chair. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just turn it on. Just turn it on at the exact moment. You know how I, you bring, you know how you bring in snacks because they're too fucking expensive. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Same possible. You're, I, I've always wanted to have a D-Box chair and then program it for for certain movies that I want D-Box for. Dude, but, like, holy shit, imagine, like, porno D-Box. Uh-oh. Oh, See, I was going to do it feel for, like, rock. It just, I was gonna, that work. It just jams you with a bunch of pegs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, like, yeah, there's, like, a big, uh, um, big dildo, like, sticking out of the seat, and you just sit down on it, and then... Not even just that, but there's, like, things whacking you in the face and just punching yeah. you. Like ah, that seemed pretty annoying. And and it's all and it's also like a 4D movie where it like sprays sprays oh, you. Scratch and sniff edition. <laughs> yeah, you have a scratch oh, and sniff card. <laughs> Man. I have a movie that has a scratch and sniff card with it. Uh, That's pretty awesome. Spy Kids 4D had scratch and sniff technology. No, it's 4D yeah, it was the 4D movie. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. No, the movie Polyester. Um, you can still get it, and the director John Waters actually owns the copyright to the term "odorama." <laughs> so when, so when this is a real thing, so when the Rugrats movie tried to do it, he sued them, and I think they settled out of court because it's like he owns the copyright to "odorama." <laughs> so, but if you if you get polyester on DVD, you get a scratch and sniff card. It's pretty cool, and little numbers pop up during the movie, and you scratch and sniff them. Okay, but my question is, like, how do you refill them? Do you, is it do you like have a special mail in order? No, they still they still work. Like, I have my parents have ones from when it came out theatrically, and I use them. I used them like last time in the two thousands, and they still worked. Wow, they work forever. They'll never go away. Yeah, Odorama. It's the future. Yeah, we can do everything. Did Spy Kids 4D have Odorama? Smell was well. I think it was Smell a Vision, possibly. Yeah, they they had to change the name because they were like, we don't want to have to pay John Waters. <laughs> no one wants to pay John Waters. So, hey, I okay, would. But Smell a Vision is like two completely different senses. Like that doesn't work. Odorama, same thing. Oh Whoever wow, that's a, that's a damn good point, Nolan. Those are that, two different. Those are two different senses. Senses. Yeah, smell of yeah, like Machete sense. Man or whatever the fuck your name is. You're an idiot. Fuck you. Who's Machete Man? What they do? 
Oh, I just I realized what he was doing because Robert Rodriguez directed Machete. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Robert Rodriguez made Spy Kids. That's why. Yeah. So the topic is Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Powerpuff Girls. I I couldn't talk about anything in that fucking episode because I didn't know shit about Aqua Teen. You should have watched it, bitch. I told you to watch it, but you didn't. I'm not going to watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I don't give a shit. Oh. Wow! But like now your dedication to the well, podcast you're, is you're totally mojo jojoing the topic. Hey. <laughs> so, See what I did there? So this you're is how butter, butter. This, this, butter. Is, you, this is how Powerpuff Girls started. It was a college short film, and it was not called Powerpuff Girls. It was called Whoop Ass Stew. And, oh damn, that's edgy. The, the, the ingredients were sugar, spice, everything nice, and it, instead of Chemical X, it was a can of Whoop Ass. And that was and that was a college short film that eventually got sold to Cartoon Network, and which you can actually still see that college short film on YouTube. It's not that funny. Yeah, well, it was very. It was very. It was it barely did anything. It was barely an intro. Yeah, it was just the intro was funny. Oh actually. yeah, they. I re- I recall they got the Amoeba Boys and just like took them into space and just like melted them on the fucking surface of the sun. Yeah, Damn, that's hard. <laughs> Zoom tight. <laughs> yeah. Tight again. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Miyasuka. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, then it became on... Then Car- Powerpuff Girls was a short on a What a Cartoon Show, which was a, a series of other pilots, and that was the one that was picked up for a full series. Although, okay, Dexter got picked up first, and the creator of Powerpuff Girls, Craig McCracken, worked on Dexter, and then when Dexter canceled... Powerpuff Girls was greenlit, so everyone on Dexter moved, moved to Powerpuff Girls. Well, Dexter didn't... I thought they ran at the same time. Well, they, they didn't until they rebooted Dexter and it had that ugly art style. Oh, right. Yeah, people okay. will defend that art style, but it's like, what's wrong mm-hmm. with you? It's so ug- It's so brown. It's just... Are- it's like a terrible imitation of, like, I guess, Samurai Jack. Like, it's all flat and brown and just... Yeah. That's like the whole, that whole, that was cool, that whole Cartoon Network house style at the beginning was Gendy and Craig McCracken. Yeah. I like that. Like, people complain now that st- all these cartoons are looking like Adventure Time. Well, back then, everything was looking like Dexter for, for uh, Cartoon Network, pretty well, much. It wasn't like they all just worked constantly. Like, I think they're all, and the conditions were way worse than they are now, I think, from what I heard. From- <laughs> Whoa, they had, they had sweat labor shops. I thought that Gendy and Craig McCracken worked out of a trailer or something. What? I, what? I remember hearing that a lot, but I couldn't find. I mean, when I was looking it up for the podcast, I couldn't find anything that backed that up. So it could it's be a like rumor. when they were working in Hanna Barbera because Hanna Barbera Studios was a lot smaller. Yeah, maybe that was it. I'm oh not yeah. Sure. <laughs> Although if you can, are they? F- sorry, what were you saying? I don't know. If you can f- probably find a video of like uh, the people behind SWAT cats were. Had like an old VHS recording of like them going through Hanna Barbera Studios and seeing the production of SWAT Cats. Oh, cool! Which I love finding all these weird, uh, just camcorder films that, that take place inside the animation studio. I also found one of Cats Don't Dance, but I don't know if I can find it again. It's I know it's wow. unlisted on YouTube. Actually, when I saw I saw Inside Out at a early thing they did through Fathom Events or whatever, and Pete Docter showed the whole Pixar animation studio through a camera. It was kind of nice. Like the new, the current one or the old one? The the current one, because oh. it, it was for Inside Out, yeah. so it was like the, it was the thing right before it, and he showed like, 
every but like Andrew Stan working on Finding Dory and Lasseter working on Toy Story yeah. Four. It was like a twenty minute thing, but it was cool. I was like, man, I wish I worked there. It looks awesome. Yeah, but like in this footage for Cats Don't Dance, like the behind the scenes footage, like the, like you can actually see Lauren Faust working on the on Cats Don't Dance, and <laughs> which was one of like one of her first animation jobs, I think. Uh-huh. Also, apparently she had blonde hair at the time. Huh. Yeah. What's the deal? Um, I've always heard, and I'm not sure if this is true, are Gendy and Craig McCracken still friends, or are they not friends? Oh, I remember seeing, like, on DeviantArt, like, uh, Craig McCracken said, yeah, me and Gendy have not talked to each other in forever, or so. Oh, that sucked. I actually yeah. saw last night, and I thought it was amazing, in one episode, he's listing out people's names, the mayor... It was the comic book guy episode, Uh-oh. and he's listing out names, and one of the names he says is Gendy McCracken. Gendy McCracken. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it'll be like if you and I were married. <laughs> like, well, Gendy's uh, voice, he's Russian, so he's like, this is what it would be like, McCracken. <laughs> if we were married, it sounds nothing like that, beautiful. though. No, I sound like Nolan knows nothing. Welcome to Hotel Transylvania. Welcome. Do you like my show, Samurai Jack? It's great. <laughs> Sambionic Titan is very Russian. My homeland like loves it. it a lot. It's very good. I don't know why I keep coming back to Cotton Network. Fuck I keep conquering my fucking shows. Fuck this place. I worked hard on Symbionic Titan. I am not going back again. I think he's becoming Asian. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing anymore. He's like Jack, so. He, you know, the saddest part of the Sony emails is reading the Sony people trying to defend him being able to work on Popeye. When they're like, oh. he's he's been really nice about all the notes from Adam Sandler, and he's been really cool about trying to make this a studio film. We should reward him with Popeye. And the heads were like, no, we don't care. Oh, I was like, I didn't even know that, that those conversations got leaked about about the animation. Yeah, they, because apparently he took massive notes for from Adam Sandler and actually applied them and was like a really cool guy about it. Mm-hmm. So I think he thought he was going to get Popeye because oh. he was just a team player. No. It's like no one appreciates Gendy. It's oh. fucking bullshit. Pretty funny though. That's horrible. Like <laughs> he's he, like he's actually being compliant and like that. that what's what? That's what studio. What well, any business wants is someone who's just compliant like that. I bet he was like when he was working there, he's like, if I'm just compliant and you know, I what well, has he ever been difficult? He just makes cool stuff. I've never heard if he's difficult, I so know. I don't know. <laughs> but one day he's just gonna snap and said, You know what? Fuck this, I'm making my own movie and shit. Yeah, I'm surprised Pixar never bought him up. I always thought that was one of their biggest mistakes. Yeah, like, I remember not, waiting for, like, I don't know, like, someone from Cartoon Network to go into Pixar, but, like, the closest we got is, like, uh, well, Candy going Brad, to Sony, and also Lauren Faust making a Medusa movie for Sony. Mm-hmm. Well, Brad Bird was Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah. First. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, do you think Craig McCracken, uh, Lauren Faust, and Jen, Gendy Tartakovsky have had a threesome? No. <laughs> it's, just a thought. it's just a thought. Craig, I'm, are you are you into pegging? I'm just no! wondering. Sugar and spice and everything nice. <laughs> Do you want me to be the sugar? That's what everyone says. Well, there goes my animation career. <laughs> what animation career? Don't fucking lie. You don't oh, have look. Do you think? No. Do you think before? Um, Genny went initiate symbionic titan. No! <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> 
You know what? I bet I bet Gendy was really into the podcast. He's like, every week I listen to Pizza Party. Now I will listen. It will help me get over my troubles with Popeye. Now they make fun of me and my alleged threesome with Lauren Faust. And he doesn't fucking sound like that. See, this will help me when when he gets mad at us. I'll be like, well, I was doing a different voice. It's not even you. I don't I don't even know. He doesn't even sound. Yeah, we, we weren't talking about you guys. We were talking about. Blake McBlacken, uh, Krigo McCracko, and Lauren Lost, and uh, Bendy Bartik Bosky. Lauren Lost. That's a pretty good Lauren Lost. Lauren Floss. You have you have ruined the pizza party. I wanted to listen about the Powerpuff Girls. I just wanted to have a party and eat some pizza, but no, it's ruined. My name is Yanni. <laughs> I clean up the je- I clean up the school after hours. Hello, yes. Baba the I clean your room, yes. I clean. I'm not a, I, I do janitorial duty, except this little kid Dexter ruins it for me. <laughs> Anyone remember that Die Hard episode of Dexter with the janitor? After the designated hours of the education, the children exit to return home. Will I clean, sweep, and prepare their environment for the next day of education in sterile surroundings? For I am Danny, the janitor. Oh, I oh. kind of do, but it was a while ago. I don't want to watch that again. It was okay. It was an episode. Is this a Dexter of, podcast or a Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, podcast? <laughs> like I'm gonna cut really. Well. I need to it's talk a, about this. It's episode. a Craig podcast, okay? We'll just talk about Craig shows. I need to talk about this episode. Okay, so Dexter would stay after school and work in the laboratory of the school, but he would always make a mess. And this janitor, who works really hard, has to clean up after him and stay even later because Dexter stays so late. But eventually. The gender has had enough, and he just locks down the school and tries to kill Dexter. What? Oh, that's a good. <laughs> this sounds I like fucking that amazing. <laughs> and it just becomes like this diehard parody where he's like crawling through the air vents and running through like <laughs> <laughs> running through like broken glass. Except it's not broken glass. It's, Dexter just doesn't have any shoes on, and there's just like chips on the floor. <laughs> oh god, I think I remember this episode. <laughs> I think Tiny Clyde makes this episode. I gotta watch yeah, it. it was the best episode of the series, I think. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> With Powerpuff yeah. Girls. Yeah, so Power- Remember Samurai I- Jack? That was a good show. Yeah. I, I, have a, I have a fucking big history with Powerpuff Girls. God, I'm trying to find... Um, I used to make comics... Um, with the Powerpuff Girl. Well, no, Blossom was only it, because when I was younger... I Blossom was my favorite, and I wanted to marry her. Uh-oh. I remember that. Aww. Yeah. No, oh, no, it, it, it gets yeah. weirder, though. Um, okay. You wanted to... Okay, uh-uh. so I used to also be a big fan of Captain Underpants, and that's what kind of inspired me to make comics. So, um... Go on. Huh? That's pretty pathetic. Go on. That's pretty pathetic. Go on. So I was like, I'm going to make my own comic and it's gonna be fucking great i was seven at the time so i would have been in first or second grade um and uh, i'm i i know i scanned a picture of it and i'm trying to find it right now so um it could be like the maybe the podcast like uh joke picture or something but um oh here it is um but uh so it was basically a, a crossover comic, and that's kind of that's kind of been a consistent in my life. I love making crossovers and shit, but it was a crossover of Spider Man, Powerpuff Girls, Sonic. Captain Underpants, and Super Diaper Baby. 
Sue. Oh <laughs> no, not a mega babies. <laughs> oh yeah, basically. Um, so uh, I made I made a ton of those comics and I, I lost them and I'm really upset that I did because they were probably really fucking bad. <laughs> but um, yeah, one of the comics involved uh, Blossom and Diaper Talk getting married. I don't remember. I don't know why that was a thing I did. Damn. And it was the weirdest fucking thing. I never made uh. cringe-inducing comics like that. What what I used to draw was like Sonic characters from like the Adventure series or Kirby just being killed horribly. I don't know I why. Have a, I used to have a comic where Luigi had leprosy, and I didn't know what I went with that. What? what? <laughs> I drew Luigi with leprosy. I don't know why. Why? Like, what is a funny, sp- funny Smash Brothers comic? What a specific disease. <laughs> I know his body just <laughs> falls apart. I got a person. Guy lost it. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I linked everybody the comic, the comic, the 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 remaining piece that I have. I'll link. I'll link to this. Whoa, this is amazing. Spider Man. June seventeenth, two thousand and three. Do not steal. I like like how it says it says cover idea. Like this isn't the official cover. This is the. It's not done yet. It was uh, covers are our. Covers are a process, man. I, I was very involved. I, I like I was, the I like the dog in the diaper saying hello. Hello. He he well, flies away from a fucking burning building and he's I like, like his ja- his gigantic arm slash leg. I like, <laughs> like stick. Yeah, it's fucking Spider-Man his looks, fucking Spider Man looks like the elephant man. Oh the sun on it says two oh five. No, that um this this is when the first spider-man movie came out and like the green goblin had this uh um pumpkin bomb Uh that like turned into like a giant razor knife like oh right yeah so yeah those those are the ninja star things but it's that's not the sun i like this dialogue that was close yeah hello (laughs) (laughs) I, i knew how to i remember this was i was gonna make this really dark I, rem- I remember I was going to make this comic like a really dark and edgy comic. And I was like, it's fucking day for dog die. No, actually, I, I remember specifically I was going to have him like this cage that was slowly filling up with water. And I was like, damn, that's going to be so edgy. I'm going to be it's going to be so awesome. Oh. <laughs> damn, everybody. I, I, you guys are just so flabbergasted. You're, you don't even know how to respond. I, I, I remember that one episode of Teen Titans where um. Raven like caused the end of the world and the entire world literally turned into hell like everything was all filled with lava and all the humans turned to ash and stuff and I thought damn this is the greatest thing ever I want to write something edgy and dark like this and good thing I never did that otherwise it would have made me cringe but you know oh like I watched I watched the episode where because you're talking about just like dark episodes of shows the one where they race after school and they end up going so fast they race 50 years in the future and they've been gone for 50 years and like the townsville's destroyed and everyone's really old and it's and like uh the what's that character him him is is in charge and it's like that one was i was like and the 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 townspeople are yelling at them like you let us down you failed us it was like it's like this is getting like incredibly dark like i was really Kind of, kind of surprised yeah. at how dark. The creepiest that was. part, though, was with Miss Keen, and she was like in the dilapidated school, and she was oh. waving, and she's like, "I just stood there waving at them or something." Yeah, that one, that part was really. It was like depressing. I was like, "God, like their lives fell apart." Like, inex- 
sent them the message like they can never leave Townsville, otherwise it'll all go to hell. And so they're they're trapped in Townsville for the rest of their lives. They're in a coma. Purgatory. Yeah. Although I mean, if they leave, it's it's pretty. The, the town pretty much turns into Animal Crossing when you don't visit it for like a week, and there's weeds everywhere, and everything's on fire. No, but there was one episode where Professor Utonia moved them into a different yeah, state. Yeah, fucking continuity errors, Craig McCracken. <laughs> what an asshole. Fuck you, Craig. What a hack. Fuck off, Craig, you idiot. Stupid fucking moron. Doesn't you know sh- you love him. Doesn't know any shit about Powerpuff Girls. Making wander over yonder. I like wander over yonder. Oh, hey, Craig. It's me. It's your old friend Wander. I just sold Sylvia. I need. S- <laughs> I need I'm gonna stop Craig. you right there. Don't don't make that voice ever again, please. What's wrong? It's me, Wander. I just need some money. I sold Sylvia to some drug dealers. They're gonna kill her if I don't pay them back. I don't that wander over yonder is a better like. It's more fun to watch the show than the characters in the show. Please. I just need some heroin. Yeah, Help me out. <laughs> You're gonna kill Sylvia. Yeah, that was a good episode of Wander when they where he sold Sylvia for drug for drug money. Good episode. Listen, I'll is, get the money back, oh boy. Is Sylvia the same voice as the whale in Flapjack, or am I? No, yeah, it's a different voice. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. Uh, that la- I know that lady voice is uh the witch from the Looney Tunes show, also the the one who plays Bubby the whale. Oh. Oh yeah, and she was that uh she was one of the gospel ladies from uh Hercules. Oh. Yeah. Didn't she do the cat's voice from that Adventure Time special with oh, yeah. uh, Fiona and Cake? Yeah, Cake the Cat. That lady. Yeah. yeah. But Powerpuff Girls, I think my f- Hmm. What was my I'm trying to think of a good episode and now they're all just running together. Oh yeah, you know what pissed me off? I I always wanted to do an episode review of this, but the one episode where uh there's this clown and he's just entertaining all these little kids, but a uh a, a tanker truck full of bleach tips over and just douses him in bleach and then the clown loses all his color and he turns evil. Remember that? Hey I hate that episode, but I love the song. Yeah, but the the Powerpuff Girls solved all solved his evil by uh, singing "Love, Love, Love Makes the World Go Round." That song. My ears. <laughs> and then he gets his color back, and he's like, "Oh, thank you, girls." And they say, "No problem." And then they the, beat power- the shit out of them. They beat the shit out of them. Like, whoa! What the fuck? He had it coming. He didn't. He was under like evil spells of bleach or whatever. He's really high. This is like I. I always like got angry about that episode. Like that clown did nothing wrong under his control. Those some of the episodes I notice it gets darker than you'd think it would. Yeah. You know. I mean, the early episodes were able to get away with a little bit of blood and stuff. But there was one where like roaches were climbing over everyone. Out loud. Huh? Oh yeah, there is. Yeah, Buttercup like kicks him in the face, and there's blood. Yeah, a tooth falling out. But yeah, but, like that <laughs> roach episode. Him's voice gives me fucking nightmares. It's the creepiest fucking mm. voice in the world. With well, that he- echo. Ugh. Oh, Mr. Clapper, am I the only one who hates those miserable little? Two? Oh, I knew I could count on you. But how could I 
possibly beat them with all that love surrounding them? What's that you say? Yes. That's brilliant. Oh, Mr. Quackers, you are so smart. Quite a positively evil scheme you've hatched, and I'll finally be rid of those girls. Him was supposed to, uh, was based on like a blue meanie, and I think maybe a bit of Tim Curry in Rocky Horror Picture Show. But just that voice with that echo, like, and that, it's just like the creepiest, like, you know, if you got locked in his apartment, he would probably molest you and then kill you or something. You know, it's like, ugh. If yeah. just like watching episodes with, I actually didn't only watch one episode with him in it because I just can't like it disturbs me to no end. Yeah, that it, voice. I don't even know what like what's the why him. Well, they, okay, the th- reason they call him him because they can't say Satan, but yeah, it's basically Satan. See, that's to me that's the only Satan character that's ever really scared me. So. <laughs> I'm I'm actually being serious. Like I've never been scared by Satan in a in a movie or cartoon, but that character freaks me the fuck. It, like it's just like it's like unnerving that voice because it's like disembodied a little bit, and it's like it's like hi, and you're like I was a little girl once, and you're like not exactly sure what the deal is with that's oh boy, yeah, freaky. We no one knows what like what exactly. Is it like a lobster? Well, I don't know what this thing is. I just don't understand. No one does. Just him. Just him. Yeah. I think also, well, hmm. I'm trying to think what other villains that I liked. Oh, yeah, the Amoeba Boys, because they never, they, they didn't do really anything wrong. They couldn't. I think they stole an orange one, and that's it. Most incompetent um, villains ever. There was the, uh,. The, what was her name? Sedusa. Uh, yeah. Oh, Sedu- that was a good one. With Sedusa played the was their stepmom, kind of almost. Yeah, yeah. I really liked her. Or where she fa- she faked being Miss Bellum. Oh yeah, and then she threw like uh, something. I don't know what they were like breasts, somethings. I don't know. They're like um, to make your breasts look bigger. Now they're built into bras, like push-up bras. Yeah. But before you had to like. Manually put them in. To she, press your. She threw that yeah. as a weapon to these to the Powerpuff Girls. Whoa! I don't know why. But the one thing when I was watching it, it was like I forgot how much fun it is. It's like got a great energy to it. Like it's a real easy show to watch. Like to because it's on Netflix and you know it just keeps playing episodes if you don't do anything. It's a real easy show to do that with because it has such a great flow to it and the energy is just amazing. Yeah, I mean the music kind of sounds like techno music in a way and all. I guess all the bright colors enhance that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like you had Gendy and Craig McCracken. You had such a, a great team on that show. It kind of reminds me of early Simpsons where you're like, to get this team together now would cost so much money yeah. because they're all so big. But at the time, it was like they're all young and upstarts. and you know. One episode that scared me when I was little was the Boogie Frights episode where they... Like, under the bed where it was like disco. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Boogeyman. That was a great episode. They they copied Star Wars at the end. Yeah, they pretty much had a disco ball acting as the uh, Death Star. Oh, that's funny. Because was that a Gendy one? Because since he went and did Clone <laughs> Most Wars likely, later. Possibly. Yeah. It's an earlier episode, I know. 
Oh yeah, they had, they had their sister in the episode. Well, they they had they grew another sister, and she was like bunny, bunny and me, she was like this. Me and Jim were talking about that. She was this giant oh, yeah. deformed. Uh, it's my, a, a a right term. <laughs> yeah, we are, me, me and Jim agreed that he looked. Um, he was probably the blossom, and then I said I was bunny. Wait, wait, uh, is that even a... Never mind, I think I should cut that out. Oh, uh, well, you said it again, so... Isn't that something horrible? Because I'm trying to think. Well, she wasn't, you know... Oh, uh, well. I, I didn't know potato, so... Oh, that's horrible. But yeah, and then... But they kill her off. That's so... It's over. Thank um, God. Obviously, they weren't going to keep her around, because then they'd have to change the intro, and that'd be weird. Yeah. Did... Did, uh... I kind of don't remember Dexter being... Dexter was like a different style than Powerpuff Girls, like even the backgrounds and stuff, right? A little right? different, but... Oh, it's kind of the same, or...? Oh, kind of. Uh, well, uh, they look... I mean, you can tell they're from the same, like, group of people, in a way. Yeah. Well, there's a... See, there was this animation studio in the late... Early 60s, late 50s called UPA, and oh, Gendy... Yeah. Gendy's really influenced by it, and they, people always claim Samurai Jack is a huge... Um, UPA influencee, but when I was watching Powerpuff Girls, I was like, this is like the most UPA influenced thing I think I've ever seen. Like, it, like he clearly loved UPA at the time. Yeah, I mean, when I see Power, Powerpuff Girls, like, I think, like, Underdog, which is not Oopa, it's something else. It's yeah. Barbera, I think. UPA has a lot of stuff on YouTube, but they put out a really good DVD set, like, a couple years ago. Didn't um, DreamWorks buy UPA I think they did, but it was after the, um, it was recently, it was like after the box set stuff came out. Like, because Turner Classic Movies restored all of it. Because for years, it was like a weird, like, real dorky, deep cut animation thing to even know. Because mm. you couldn't get, like, you could see Gerald McBoing Boing, that was about it. So, But Gerald McBoing Boing is a really good short, if you can find it. No one remembers that. No, I know, no one does. But <laughs> I they're really big, I think I remember the uh, Knock Force episode where you're talking about Oopa. Hey, does everyone remember UPA? Well, no. Oh, you don't? Uh, no, I don't. Well, there. And nobody does. No, lots of people do. Like who? Animators? They're not important. Come to Animation <laughs> Block Party. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, that was like a big because I was super into it and we talk about it a lot. But yeah. it was like because because even uh, I thought that in Inside Out um, was there joy. Joy looks like Gerald McBoing Boing a lot. Like it's so infl and Pete Docter is a huge uh, UPA fan. Why do you call it UPA? I don't know. I, I heard UPA somewhere. Oh, no, it's like I think it stands for like United Picture Association or something. It stands for something. Mm hmm. Any, but but it's a they'd made Mr. Magoo is probably their most famous thing, but they they did a lot of really good shorts. Um, but I most like Rudy Toot Toot and stuff, but they're all on YouTube. But if you watch UPA and then watch Powerpuff Girls, you'd be like, oh wow, there's like a distinct connection. Yeah. But it was it kind of led to more economical animation and kind of led to Hanna Barbera, which used it for less artistic means. UPA did it for like it was a style choice and then Hanna-Barbera went wait you could save a lot of fucking money this way <laughs> yeah because at the time in the 90s like everyone had like more organic looking cartoons but Cartoon Network started doing the OOPA thing and everything had thicker outlines more geometric flatter shapes yeah 
Yeah, then all because they were corporate fucking shells. No. Did they did they do the same thing that um the, I noticed that the episodes of Powerpuff Girls you have two episodes in one thing on Netflix, but I think if you watch a regular show it's only the single like 12 minute ones. Did they air Powerpuff Girls as a half hour each? Half hours, then, yeah. They didn't do the cut up thing that they do with regular show on Adventure Time now. I mean, Adventure Time started started doing the uh, 15 minute episodes per week. Before that, it was always 30 minutes an episode. Yeah, because then it becomes that weird thing where each 30-minute chunk has could have two different ones than before. So you never it feels like you're not watching the same episode that you've watched before, which is a creepy... Sesame Street used to do that a lot. Yeah. That's a Sesame Street idea. I mean, I always prefer... Like, I, I like it. I prefer it now that uh, cartoons are... Well, Cartoon Network is doing that where it's like 15 minutes instead of 30 minutes. That way they can spread the episodes out longer and then there's less hiatus time yeah like steven universe but on bumps sorry oh, yeah. did anyone see steven bong no i don't watch shit oh, i only watched i watched it i need to watch i've only watched the first ones yeah i like angry pearl i want pearl to beat me up okay yeah <laughs> pearl's great she's a fucking asshole in that in this, in the newer episode, well, she was an asshole in the '80s or whatever. You know what I mean. I like the complexity with that show because it's like, um, how at the beginning the gems are like, it's like your parents. Like when you're a kid, you think they're like great, and you don't, you don't realize they're like people. And then, kind of part of growing up is realizing your parents aren't like these superhero, like non-emotional people. And I think that's kind of what I feel like the show's been doing. Like at the beginning, they're not as complex. And as the show's gone on, he's learned more about them. Anyway, that's just what, sorry. Steven just learns more about them and realizes, oh man, Pearl's a racist. I can't believe this. It's kind of like the more you know your parents, the more you realize they did kill that person. (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't know what that's about. What? Nothing. Cut that out. Like yeah, Jim. Jim, Do you have something we you need to talk about? Listen, listen, I don't know anything about a murder in Ocean City, Maryland, in 1985. That's all I'm gonna say. The the gems give Stephen a ride, and and then Pearl is just like pointing out homeless people on the street and saying, "You better stay in school, or that's gonna be you, Stephen." Wait, did that happen? No, but you know, that happens to me all the time with my parents. Oh (laughs) Jesus! Shut up, never mind. This is getting. This is this is the this is the dark. Emotional pizza party podcast. I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> yeah. Powerpuff Girls. Power pu- I call it Powerpuff Hurls. No, you don't. It just, the one thing. That ever. <laughs> it's funny because when they grow up, they're going to have a bad case of bulimia. Ha! Oh, that's not funny. <laughs> yeah. I, All right. That was a good one. It's just, it's, it is weird when you watch it because I feel like the public perception of it was like this bright, girly, fun show. And when I was watching, I was like, did these people just not watch the show? Because I feel like it's like, a, it's a really well animated, really tight um, kind of dark show. show. Yeah, it's like not what you'd expect it to be from like if you just looked at the merchandise, you know, which I think is kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, that was like the appeal. Like it just seems like a, a, a kid, a bit <laughs> like a girl show, but then they just throw in all this violence in here. It's like, yeah, <laughs> just to please both audiences. I think that's probably why it did, because it's not 
it's not thinking about it. You know, now if you did it, you'd have the creators doing interviews and they'd be like, well, we didn't want to do this like a girl show or a guy show. They just kind of did what they wanted to do. Yeah. And it was like more organic that way. They, they, uh, Craig McCracken said in an interview saying like, yeah, we just thought whatever was, we just did whatever we thought was funny. That was it. Yeah. You, I mean, you can tell that they just went for stories that they wanted. Cause there's sometimes like, I was like, Wow, they really went pretty far in some of these episodes, but like nobody clearly Cartoon Network not stopping them. They, I guess they didn't have a lot of executive oversight then, which is a good thing. Yeah, because like the later episodes of Powerpuff Girls were a lot tamer. They weren't as violent and didn't have as much blood. Yeah, that's not as much. Fun. And but I think the earlier ones had a real good flow and energy where you like could tell like those guys were like hungry to make good animation and knew that they were in a good position and they were taking advantage of it. And that's a, that's like a fun thing to watch. That's like what it, like even adventure time and regular show at the beginning where they're like, let's just put all our foots forward because who knows how long this is going to last kind of feel, yeah. which I, I, it's, that that's always fun uh, to watch. Uh, what? I said now adventure time sucks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, yeah. it's like when, when a show gets more popular, like m- almost universally it gets worse because it's harder because they, they're trying to be uh, more conservative and they're letting more celebrity guests on. And it's just like, it's harder to keep a lot of that stuff going. Like, you know, most shows get bad after a certain point because they've just gone on too long. I mean, you know, recently there was a, there was five nights of new adventure time episodes and I had no idea. Like nobody was talking about. That. Yeah. Nobody. I, I noticed that too. It was like, nobody said anything. I was like, I looked at my DVR and suddenly I had five more adventure times. So I was like, what the hell happened? Like, like the, it seemed like the, like the fandom just died. Like, a, like a, two years ago, like you would have heard like all these people like freaking out over the new episode and making all this fan art. But now it's just like. Where is everyone? Everyone yeah. just no. went- It's because it's like a hot topic thing now. Aww. It's just like the Adventure Time just became some hipster shit. Where <laughs> yeah. It Wasn't like, it always hipster shit? Well, it was. I it know, was. But it got more worse. Like I feel yeah. like now it. it and now just, they're trying. They're so busy trying to sound fucking deep. They're like fucking in. There's. There's. They're in. Oh fuck. They're in space now. So you know, like they ran out of ideas. Oh yeah. The, That's like the, the last the straw. Like okay, we have nothing. We don't know what to do. Then it's like a reincarnation of a meteor. And then he was a butterfly. And then he became a human. The the continuation plot thing just made it too com- complicated for people. Because like I remember. There's an Adventure Time t-shirt I have, and I, I, anytime I'd wear it, someone would come up to me and tell me how awesome Adventure Time was. And now when I wear it, people are like, what the fuck is that shit? Like, nobody cares anymore. Like, oh. It's just like, because it's harder to, I think it worked better when they had a little bit of plot and then had these, a lot of off episodes. But now it's just not as, it's not as cool because of that. And I think it's also like harder to. Is the I don't think Netflix has it anymore. It's on like something else, right? It's An on Adventure Hulu. Time shirt. That is so 2011. I got like I don't know. People still comment on my BMO phone case. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But like, okay, the problem with Adventure Time is like it was never meant to have a storyline. It was just like just a bunch of random episodes, and they tried doing a storyline, and people were like, well, "Whoa, they're doing a storyline!" No, literally, the, literally the businessman episode came out, and the crew was just like. Oh, it's in a post-apocalyptic universe now, so... Hmm. Yeah, that... Well, it was also that everybody who made the show good isn't there anymore, Yeah, right? uh, everyone left yeah. and... Right, now, it's, now it's filled with a bunch of hipsters who think what they're saying is clever and smart. I mean, 
that's like what happens with most shows is like whoever comes in the first couple of years makes it great. And then those people leave and do other stuff. And then the people that are left just aren't as creative or as interesting or as well, trailblazing. You know? it's <laughs> well, I mean, all the pe- all these people like, uh, no, I'm going to say, so I'm not going to say the original it. people like, uh, created the show. So now you have a bunch of other people coming in who are trying to replicate what those people did. And it's not yeah. their show. That's the problem. That's I why you Rob sucks. Awesome. You need to find, I think the thing with the show is you need to find someone who's really going to be able to take it in a good and new direction, not someone who's just like treading water. And that's kind of what the executives always try to do with shows. So it's like, it's kind of hard to keep it going that way, you know, or just end it when everybody's bailing ship, you know, just go, let's, let's cut it up. But at this point, I don't think Adventure Time's ever ending. I mean, (laughs) they're going to make a movie. They made a post like way back when where someone said, do you think Adventure Time's going to end? And then you said, no, it's going to be the new Spongebob. Oh, that was like your first ever when you first made a Tumblr. So you predicted that shit. Um, it, the, it was the hit new show at the time, because before yeah. that, I think it was. Uh, I don't know what it was before that. that was I really feel like popular. regular show has been aging pretty well. Yeah. I mean, not not every episode is a classic but it just hasn't dipped i don't think it hit the highs of quality that adventure time did but it hasn't dipped that far either regular show is something that like it it does the same like it kind of has a repetitive like a formulaic style but like sometimes they it'll surprise you with a really really good episode or that one app recently with the ducks i think that shocked everybody nobody saw anime episode brilliant century ducks that was a good episode yeah the, that's a show that's so formatted, it's like crazy. But at least they they realize it and break from it occasionally. Yeah. Anyway, Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff sucks. Girls, yeah. It is awful. Pendleton Ward, uh, if you're listening to this, we're sorry. Please be in our podcast. Uh, Pendleton Ward, why I feel like you laughed at because you realized it was starting to suck and he was like, oh no. Oh, well, he said he was tired because it I don't know, was a lot of pressure to work on this, but. I think he's more excited to work on the video games, maybe. Because there's a new one coming out, and it's going to be a 3D point-and-click adventure game, I think. I don't know. Why the fuck do you want to play a point-and-click adventure game? I'm still waiting for Adventure Time Skyrim. Yeah! It's so fucking obvious. Yeah, but I don't know. I think at this point, maybe it's too little too late. Yeah. Like, what they need to do is, like, make uh, Adventure Time Kai, like, condense... Never mind. That's stupid. Never mind. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's it's broke. Like the all the plot lines are broken. It's just like, hey, here's something, and we're done with that. Next plot line. Oh, and and also Jake is a forehead abomination demon spawn, and Finn is a fucking cosmic entity that was reincarnated several times. That what I said. I don't even know anymore. He was a meteorite, and then he transformed into a butterfly. Meteor wrong. <laughs> Okay. I can't tell if that's actually a joke or not. No, that's literally what happened. It's true. A fucking cosmic entity from a comet. Yeah. It's not Jake the dog and Finn the human anymore, which was the fucking whole point of the show. It was like a simple concept, like a boy and his dog stretched to magical proportions, but now they're not a. Now he's not a boy and now he's not a dog, so. Oh man, I need to catch up with this show. They're all hipsters. Oh, you don't. It's fucking terrible. Go the Starbucks. I remember when everyone was doing like uh, the Adventure Time art style. Like everyone was doing their comics in that style of noodle arms and stuff. And now everyone stopped doing that. 
Yeah, they have. Yeah, that's good. Now they moved on to like shitty anime. Oh, yeah. Shitty anime will always be here forever and always. All the classics like Sword Art and uh... Death Gun. Death Gun. That's the cat dog. Death gun. Death gun. Yeah, so there's a bad guy named Death Gun in Sword Art Online. And, and we have a metal theme song, I hope. Oh, yeah, have- like I was watching it yesterday. Like, <laughs> the Death Gun says to the main character, I'm gonna kill you. Probably. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wait, he said probably? I don't know why he said probably. <laughs> I'm going to kill you, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Depends if I feel like it. I guess, you know. I have to help my mom with shorts later today, so I don't know. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so stupid. I need to do a video on Sword Art Online so bad. No, a lot of people, a lot in the comments are saying, um, you mentioned Sword Art Online, bring, I think, this person's name, Digibro. Douchebag chocolate, I believe, on the podcast. So someone who made a sort of online review just to bring him in. I don't know. I'm too lazy to ask people on YouTube. I don't know them. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Sort of. Man, when, are you, when are you gonna get like Shane Dawson to show up on your podcast? Are you gonna get Mr. Anime? I'm still waiting for that episode. Oh yeah, I'm the Mr. Anime like prison <laughs> invitation <laughs> episode. Hell yeah! Like we gotta re- go into a prison and record from there. Like that's gonna be the greatest. That'll be in like fifty years when he gets released. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Mr. Anime was this reviewer I used to like, and he made some funny reviews of like Inuyasha and stuff. And uh, eventually, it turned out that uh, he slaughtered his family in a shooting. Whoa! And that's now- still really funny, haha. <laughs> and now he's in prison. Well, they should have let him finish Ninja Scroll. What the fuck? <laughs> he just wanted to be like oh. uh, Tashi from Naruto. Oh, God. He's in Dead Man Wonderland now. It wasn't him. It was the Red Man. The Red Man. That would be fun if he actually did that. I wonder, if he, I wonder if he gets his anime in prison. Actually, I read a thing about how they're trying to send Dungeons and Dragons books to prisons because there's prisoners who like to play RPGs. <laughs> And they don't have access to them. So I was wondering, I was wondering, like, if there are other charities that do anime and movies and stuff. But where would you watch them? Because I don't think they let you have laptops in prison. Uh, I'm going to suck. I bet Mr. Anime has, like, made his own fan manga or whatever, continuing with Inuyasha. Oh, jeez. I bet he he, he, uh, sends it out to other prisoners and they're totally into it. They're like, when's the next part going to come out? No, I bet the prisoners go up to him and said, so what happened on the next episode of Dragon Ball? Tell us. <laughs> oh, d- d- does Goku defeat Frieza? See, oh. I feel like it's probably a lot more depressing and way more rapey, so it's oh. not that. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, uh, do you you can't say the R word on this podcast, Jim. Oh. You can't oh, say rap, okay? Oh no! I just because that's what a ha- Christian podcast. Now. You can say oh, who's rappers. Christian? Christian? Is that you mean Christian name? West Chandler? Oh yeah. Oh, maybe we can get Chris Chan on the podcast. They would love to. We can have the Sonic another Sonic podcast themed episode. Howdy y'all! This is Christian. Hey girl. It's Christine now apparently. Oh okay. Christine. Sounds Wait, so. Is Christian in prison too? Is he and Mr. Anime going to work together to break out? I think they went into... Yeah, are they in prison now? Did that happen? Uh, he was in prison for like a couple days. Well, I wouldn't say prison. I'm just more like jail. Because Isn't he went insane? into a GameStop. 
and they had the Sonic Boom cutout thing, and he was like super mad that um, Sonic had blue arms. Yeah, that he had blue arms. So what he did was like he defaced it, and the GameStop employees were telling him to get out. So what he did was he got out his pepper sprayed and pepper sprayed the employee, then walked out. Don't call anyone. That was yeah. that was our actual words. Don't call anyone. Don't call anybody. I'm out, y'all. Fuckers. We recently had a court date like a week and a half ago, I believe. Yep. See you I'm, I'm surprised you know this much about the court case. Damn. We, well, it's going to be on the new episode of Law & Order. You got to keep up with that, you know? Yeah, Law & Order had Gamergate. Hey, it's just Law & Order had Gamergate. Now they're going to have Christian Weston Chandler. We, we got to sink even lower, like like maybe the E.T. episode. Uh... Even the official Sonic uh, Twitter was making fun of him recently. Oh, oh ouch. Yeah, they yeah. They, they, um, somebody was like, are you going to include Sonichu in the new Sonic Boom game? And they're like, yeah, but only if Sonichu has blue arms and has three scarves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, that's the worst, like, when you're being, like, <laughs> when the fucking creator dis- destroys you like that. <laughs> like, Christian worships these people, and now they're making fun of them. No, he's been pissed with them. Oh. Like, he's he's really fucking angry about the blue arms thing. I mean, that's what sent him to jail for, like, a few yeah. days because of the Sonic's arms. Good luck with that in prison. Christian is really interesting. We can talk about uh, it. Can you days. imagine, like, We Shorty. should just have a Chris Chan theme podcast. Oh, no, that's, like, I don't want to talk about Christian. I feel bad for them. Can you imagine, no. like, he's in jail and someone's like, so what are you in for? And he has to answer that question? Jesus. Oh. And, and then they go to the showers and he drops the soap. Oh. Mr. Well, after that, his arms were blue. So, oh man, like, oh, oh, this is gonna be like, I don't know, like the, like this, the Sinister Six. Like he meets, he meets uh, Mr. Anime in prison, and they arrange a breakout, and they assemble all like the internet's greatest assholes online. Uh, Mr. Anime and Christian escape from Botanomo Bay. Like you got Christian, a Mr. Anime, Chad Warburton, or who is that guy? Who talked about the Wii and saying, man, PS3 gonna be fucking tits, yo. Oh, yeah. Chad would. Chad would. Someone should make fan fiction of this. (laughs) I fucking love Chad would, dude. He's awesome. Sinister shit. I don't give a fuck. Don't shave, uh, so, n- nostalgia critic can be the Joker in that Sinister Six movie. (laughs) Oh, great. So, anyway, uh, Aqua Team Hunger Force. The, f- the funny thing about Aqua Teen is they never are teens. Yeah. Mm. Like, and like, they, like, Meat was like 38. Did you know that Ted Turner said that if they don't go into Carl's pool in every episode, he'd cancel it? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty crazy. Same with, like, in Powerpuff Girls. If they don't say... Uh, I'll begin in Powerpuff Girls. Do you think oh, Christian, like, wants revenge from Say after... He- after they dissed him on Twitter. I don't think it's he time, even knows. Time to go to town. There was this one time when this cartoon industry person got mad at me on Twitter and I felt so bad. Good. Okay. It you, was, mean that, you mean Gem and the, um, the Gem and the Forces of Evil creator? What? Wait, that happened oh, That's like you, you just mixed like five different shows together. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk. I don't know. One, one Saturday night, I thought. Oh, yeah, I was there. That was funny. One Saturday night, you know, I just got done watching the movie uh, Kick-Ass 2, and I was on Skype with K 
canon cheerlism. And I don't know, I just thought it would be really, really funny to draw draw this character falling down the stairs. Draw her falling down the stairs. Like it was a picture of me pushing her down the stairs saying, you know what your one weakness is? The stairs. <laughs> and I thought it was so funny. <laughs> Although the creator of that saw it, uh, saw it and uh, they, they didn't talk to me, but they just posted a message on Twitter saying, I like drawing for fans, but when they draw my characters falling down the stairs, not so much. And I felt so bad. <laughs> and I, I wrote a big apology letter to them and I was on, <laughs> I felt awful you you write you write suck up apology letters all the time whenever you diss somebody i'm sorry i didn't i liked your show i don't want i'm sorry i told you off you should have you should have read his apology letter to dreamworks after we did the shrek episode <laughs> oh no dreamworks should be I'm apologizing sorry. To i'm sorry nolan is an asshole and made fun of you jesse moynihan oh. <laughs> i'm sorry we said shrek over 200 times DreamWorks should be happy. They're going to try to make another Shrek movie. We're giving free advertising. Like they got to catch it on the, Sh the Shrek craze before it's gone. They, they, no, they have been, though. That like DreamWorks YouTube channel uploads Shrek and vlogs. Shrek like, vlogs, but Mike, Mike Myers isn't in them, so what's the point? Donkey! The most amazing thing happened to me today. He has like kind of almost... I don't a give a fuck, Shrek. <laughs> but, you know, the, the cartoon creator is cool now with me. They... <laughs> they like me, you know. They, like, I remember they reblogged my um my one video, the top ten pilots video, and uh, they reblogged it. But then uh, later on, I checked on their t on their blog, and they noticed they took it down. And I was like, why would they do that? And then I realized, oh wait, it was the porn scene in there, <laughs> the, the the scene where I edit in like a, a sequence where the, one of the characters is getting tentacled. <laughs> and yeah, and then uh. And then um, Zontan commented on it and said, I like number five the best is yeah. the, the number where it happened. Yeah, although it was not the creator of Modifiers, no. It was something else. But yeah, they were... You know, we're cool now. We're cool. Yeah. I was cool with Butch Hartman once you, on you Facebook. The creator of Fairy Odd Parents. Tell us about Butch Hartman. I don't know. I added him on. Is like it's his legit account because he had other like famous people in there. But I added him, and I was surprised he added me back. Um, we never like talked before, but um. You're in love. I thought we I don't had. know. It was just really weird seeing him post about his personal life, and I felt creepy because he's like really, really hot to me. Oh no, Nicholas! So, no, oh. no. What? <laughs> he's he's like older than you. Mitch Hartman, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. Oh. I'm your daughter's age. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Which is not 12, by the way. It's it's 18, almost 19 in two months. <laughs> Jeez. But that's beside the point. It's just... The noise like pan made was the most inhumane thing. Can we get like a slow-mo replay of that on the <laughs> actual podcast? Well, maybe like you know when her when you and that guy get married, you can be like a good stepmom to his daughter because you're the same age. Butch Hartman has a Christian family. He's married. He's loyal to his wife. They make cartoons together. I th I don't know what they do. He needs to sin every once no. in a while. No. Wait, what was he tweeting about his personal life? 
Oh, it was Facebook. I don't know. It's just I felt really like uncomfortable and creepy. Like he posted a picture of him and his daughter, who's a cheerleader. Like, cause then it really hit me. Like, oh, this is this isn't like for the fans. This is like for his friends and coworkers. And you you you, you like broke into his like personal life. Like I didn't mean to. I mean, it was just there on my newsfeed. And damn, you know yeah. more about Butch Hartman here than anyone. He keeps posting his social security number. It's weird. He probably like. <laughs> How can like, I not steal it? Like maybe he'll have a house party and you you'll get the invite to his house party and we, we can crash it and like hey anyone remember uh Crash Nebula? Eh? <laughs> It'd be like you gave oh. yourself away. Get out. Oh man, I just want to talk about the failed pilot of Crash Nebula. Or you could slowly become his friend and then eventually it, be like hey just late. hang. Hang out with my friends in this Skype call. We just call it the Pizza Party Podcast, but it doesn't go anywhere. Don't Google it. <laughs> yeah. It's too late. Uh, I don't remember exactly what happened either. You guys got into a fight? No. But I think either I got a new Facebook account and just never added him back or I deleted him. Oh, you deleted him? That's oh, damn. No. That's <laughs> no. Wow. Wow, that's cold. Now you'll never get to go to his house party. Yeah. He was going to have like... Never get, get to go to his house. Yeah, he was going to have Kid and Play there. He was going <laughs> to... Oh, man, I can't believe you beat me to the house party joke. <laughs> I'm too young to be knowing what these movies I, are. I was gonna. I was about to say he was going to have a house party where you watch House Party. <laughs> <laughs> if no one's done that, then what's the point of human existence? If no one's been like, we're going to have a house party where we play all the house parties. We're going to have an ironic 80s party. Yeah. We're gonna also have the we're also we also archived the big fat awesome house party flash game. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna be playing that on the big screen. Yeah, the flash game of Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Oh, Powerpuff Girls, that's a thing. Oh yeah, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, uh, Frylock is my favorite character. Oh, well, at least did anyone people. see the Powerpuff Girls movie when it was in theaters? I didn't, yeah. but I have a great story. Go on. So when I was in, Nolan's probably listening to this, like, I can't believe you're telling this. But uh, when I was in high school, right near the lockers, they had a poster for the Powerpuff Girls movie, and it stayed there for, like, a year. Like, after it was even on video. I would have stolen so that's, that. What? I would have stolen that. I don't know what happened to the poster, but I remember I keep looking at it, and I was like, I should see that, and I never did. Uh-huh. True story. And then they put up the poster for Clockstoppers, directed Uh-oh. by... Jonathan Franks of Star Trek Next Generation fame. <laughs> Clockstoppers is so early 2000s it hurts. Well, it was early 2000s. I know, so. but it, like, if your soundtrack has Blink-182 and uh, Smash Mouth, it's the early 2000s. My life is exciting. I got a rocking job. Junior associate Meeker speaking. Got the club scene going on. The love and respect of my friends. Exactly. What we gonna do next? Okay, there are a few glitches, but my friend Zach, ever since he found this whacked out watch, that's all he's been talking about. Whoa. What's the big deal about that? Who do I have to get one of those watches? Huh? Can Mika get a watch? Clockstoppers rated BG in theaters March 29th. Wait, what? That, no. Really? That's what my, my, all my all the movies I used to make would have those two in the soundtrack, because <laughs> I wanted it to be universal. And I... 
<laughs> really? Did I put some Sugar Ray in there? No, I made that. I don't know. I thought you made like short films in like high school or whatever. I'd do all the small things and then Walking on the Sun would come on and then Fly by Sugar Ray. It was it was crazy, guys. Yeah. You know, I've been meaning to talk, make a video on Clock Stoppers just for how 2000s it is. And it's an, it's an old Nickelodeon movie where they stop time, but it's... But it came out like a little after the Matrix came out, so it was just nothing but them abusing the uh, bullet time effect. I mean, it literally stopped time in all of pop, in all of pop culture. It was just everyone went and saw it. <laughs> no, because it fucking bombed. Nobody. Yeah, saw it did. It. it did bomb pretty bad. Yeah. We need we need to do a podcast on early two thousands kids movies because I want to talk about like Catch That Kid and Snow Day and Big Cody Cat Wanks. Yeah, Agent Cody Banks. wanking it off. That, oh, was, that, was just, I've, that was just like an era of like really awkward kid movies, and I, that's I've, gone now, and I miss it. Yeah, like well, they don't do live action kids movies anymore. It's just all animation now. Yeah, they usually just go to straight to video or whatever because it's cheaper. Yeah, or they or they star Fred, who's seventy four, I think. <laughs> He's like, hey, kids, who wants to hang out with Fred? Oh. Like, I, I was on like a, we can have like maybe we can have Frankie Muniz on the podcast because I saw on his Twitter like it says. For uh, business inquiries, email this and like maybe we can like get him on the podcast. Frankie, uh, Frankie, well, you know what? I would really like to talk about AG, Asian Cody Banks too because that's where the franchise really took off. Yeah. Fuck. Or, oh my god, I was um at school like at my gr- grade school, and uh, I was trying to invite kids to my birthday party for a uh, fucking agent, and my mom wanted to take all of them to see Agent Cody Banks too. And this one, one, one of the friends I was inviting, his brother was like, Nolan, Nolan, please, you have to invite me. I need to see Agent Cody Banks, too. He was like going on and he sounded so desperate. Like, I don't really know you. I'm sorry. And he's like, Nolan, please, I'll, I'll totally be your friend. Please. I need to see the next installment. Come on. Yeah, he was he was so upset when I said no. But did that, that movie had Hillary Duff in it. No, no, that's the first that, one. That's that. Man bo- Vines, that's bothering me as a kid, and that keeps bothering me when they don't bring back the love oh, interest. Oh, they didn't bring back Hillary Duff. What was she doing? Well, she's. It's supposed to be like a James Bond thing, so it's like is a new love interest. Oh, a new. Ba- yeah, I think his love interest girl. in the second one was the big black guy. Oh, that's right. I remember yeah. that. Oh no! But I remember a uh, big fat liar with uh, <laughs> where they had to steal. Well, so who was that actor who stole his oh, idea? Um. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti stole Frankie Muniz's ideas, and then he had to get revenge on him because that guy was an asshole. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I hate any. I don't know any movie that has a character that steals someone else's ideas. I hate. Yeah, you mean like the Walt Disney story? Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Sorry. What happened with that? <laughs> no, it's sorry. I was just because the of iWorks thing. Who pulled the Stan Lee? Oh, actually, you could actually. You know who did that hardcore was Bob. Bob Kane, who did Batman. Uh-huh. There's like whole eras of Batman that just say like drawn by Bob Kane, and it was like always somebody else. But there's certain comics nobody knew who, nobody's even sure who drew them. I've heard DC's like reprinting some of them with the correct um, illustrator, but like there's tons of like the guy who really created most of the stuff with Batman like kind of died penniless. Aww. Whereas Bob Kane was like, yeah, Bob Kane is like the more you read about Bob Kane, the more of a piece of a sh- piece of shit he was. Like Stanley. Was at least gave people credit and paid people and stuff like that. Like Bob Kane just didn't give a shit. He was like, I did everything. I'm Bob Kane. So, Ow. true story. Bob Kane's a dick. Damn. Yeah, Powerpuff Girls is great. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We shouldn't just have topics anymore. We always get off topic. Yeah, we're we not need, good we at topics. We need the topic to keep keep us talking about something until we trail off. That way, you know, we have somewhere to go. I feel yeah, like I that's our, our thing, because most podcasts that trail off, they trail off and talk about that time they went to the quad or something, and it gets really boring, whereas we're talking about other topics yeah. that are still animation, but are not, real, except for, like, Agent Cody Banks talk. Or the early 2000s. Thought, hmm. But, yeah. So, yeah, did anyone care when Powerpuff Girls, like, changed their art styles near the end of the series? I didn't like I it. All I know is I only watched the last episode. The last episode fucking sucked. Powerpuff Girls rule was. Oh, that was off. like an anniversary special. All that was was this and fucking. They sped it up, right? Okay, so what happened was is there was a tenth anniversary, and uh, it was supposed to be an hour long, but the Cartoon Network said, "Yeah, you had to make this thirty minutes." But the episode was already done, so what they did was they just sped it up, tw- sped up the footage, so it's half, it's it's cut in half, and that's why the pacing is so horrible in that episode. That's what? Well, I guess they needed to play. What was that video game show? They were like level up. Yeah, they were like, well, we got a new level up and people can't live without that bullshit. I don't know. When was that 10th anniversary? Like when when did the dramatic chipmunk become popular? Like 2007. Yeah, 2007. That's when it premiered. (laughs) Because I remember they I remember they did like a dramatic chipmunk reference in that Powerpuff Girls special and. I remember by the time it aired, it was like, oh, you're, they're doing that? Really? Oh. Yeah. Exactly. Is there, like, will Cartoon Network ever release a version of it this being an hour or whatever? Just just put it in Windows Movie Maker and slow it down. That was, a, that was a pretty good insult to the Power of Girl 10-year anniversary, yeah. you know? Yeah, it seems like they kind of just don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and It seems like just... Cartoon Network is all about money. You guys think about that sometimes? Oh, and what's I don't think they care about the fans. Or well, you know what? Maybe one day they'll level up and realize that they need to. Sorry. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that, like, when that anniversary special premiered on uh, on Boomerang, they made this commercial saying, "The Powerpuff Girls are now on Boomerang," and they played that fucking tr- commercial for like. I kid you not, like ten years, and they just kept playing and playing until like last year. Because Boomerang is just a channel they just uh, basically abandoned. It just reruns the same bumpers and same... Yeah, it's, they really don't care about Bo- Boomerang. should be like the Turner Classic Movies for cartoons, but they treat it like shit. Yeah. It's like they need to really do a good job with Boomerang. Yeah. It could be really cool. I'm watching Boomerang now, and it's like they don't have classic cartoons anymore. They have like Gumball and Teen Titans Go reruns. Like, Yeah, why do, Gumball doesn't need to be on Boomerang. Like play stuff that's... Play older stuff. It needs a place to go. Although, you yeah. know what's crazy is in uh, in Mexico, uh, Boomerang has just become this dumping ground for, like, all these live-action sitcoms. Kid sitcoms. What? Yeah, that's, that's weird. That's what they play in Mexico. I, I, I remember watching it. It's like, is this the same Boomerang, or is this, a, is this related cartoon network at all? Man, I remember when kid sitcoms were new, and, like, Saved by the Bell was, like, the first one. And look at what Saved by the Bell has wrought onto us all. Jesse. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, all these, like, uh, all these Disney sitcoms kind of just feel the same. Ken left. Well, Saved by the Bell was originally on Disney Channel. I don't remember that at all. It was all, it was called Good Morning Miss Bliss. Oh, yeah. And then they, it was, took place in Minnesota, and then they rebooted it for California and put it on NBC. Yeah. And Ken left. (laughs) Ken had enough of these sitcoms. 
Oh, is that Hi, what that was? Hi. Ken was like, what is this? What, oh, remember when Adult Swim played Saved by the Bell and they said, and they had that bumper because someone said, what is this? The crappy Saved by the Bell network. <laughs> yeah. And that was their, the name of the yeah. of Adult Swim. It was like, they also, they played that and also Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> That was cool though, because it hadn't aired in forever. Yeah, and it was like, just like such a, it's such a weird show to look at. It's like I used to. I, I remember thinking like I used to watch this. What is this? This is horrifying. Oh my! Uh, I mean, what, what scares me is that character Globy, this globe with tiny little beady eyes and a gigantic nose. It was. I like. I like Pee Wee's, but Pee Wee's. Is is like a kid show for adults, you know. Well, I mean, it was didn't it start out as like a, a stand up routine by Paul Rubin. Yeah, it did. Yeah, but yeah, should we take a break till Ken comes back? Or I don't know. Let me see. Or what, should we should we do questions? Or where's yeah, his? I just I just realized my bank account is in the negatives. <laughs> well, that sucks. What bro. are you buying? Um, I bought cake mix and stuff so I could make a cake for my dad, and I got ice cream. So it's not much money. You're I mean, in debt because of ice cream? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> nice going. Was it worth it? Yes. <laughs> what does the cake taste like? Um, The cake is a Funfetti cake with vanilla frosting and Reese's Oreos crumbled Reese's. Um, in between and on top. Reese's? A Reese's peanut butter cup Oreos. It's Wait, now I don't even know how to pronounce it anymore. Racist? Reese's. 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 Um, and, uh, um, do you guys um, ever eat at Cold Stone? Sometimes. Yeah. Not sometimes. Not very much. Yeah, I got I got the chocolate devotion with cookie dough mixed in. That shit is delicious. Mm. Oh, now I kind of want to go to Cold Stone. It was really hot, though, so that, and they filled the ice cream way over the top. So it was, like, melting, and it got all over my hand. I'm like, damn, son, chill. <laughs> Did they sing a song? I know how no, that please. is. I, I was, I was, Jim, I was listening to Rent while I was eating it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate these, like, franchises that sing to you, like, like, I don't know, I just don't want to be there. I just want to yeah. leave. That's like, why I don't shop at Target anymore. Like, you know, like, uh, <laughs> Tar- uh Target doesn't do that. No, I like that it took you a minute to go, wait, what, what did he just say? Like, I don't know, like, these restaurants, like Joe's Crab Shack, like, they start dancing during, like, the, the waiters are dancing. He's like, I don't want this. I want to leave, please. Or I, I just don't like people who, when you come into a star, store, like, follow you and keep asking you if you need help. I'm almost like, no, I would fucking ask you. Leave what me the alone. hell? I don't want to just talk to st- you. Just stand over there and, like, look at your phone or something. Like, I, I'm not your entertainment. I don't know. Jesus. It's just, like, secondhand embarrassment. Like, I want nothing to do with you people. Don't talk to me. Please. Yeah, I went like, to Walmart only one time because I needed, uh, the hooks for the shower curtains. So me and my mom were there and we were like, Hey miss, can you help us? And she was like, no, Uh, I'm I'm about to leave. I need to get my paycheck. And we were like, well, I mean, we just have one quick question. You don't need to take us anywhere. And she was like, uh, how about you? I'm sure there's someone else on the floor unless she kept walking. Fuck you. Or something like that. Well. Ass hey, wrong. Ken's back. Ken's back. We're talking about secondhand embarrassment at retail places, you know. Oh, we're on questions. Not yet. We're getting there. 
So if you own like a restaurant like Joe's Crab, please stop dancing in the middle of the place. I don't want this to become like Mac and Me where everyone's dancing in McDonald's. No, if you see if you see Pan and you work at Crab Shack, since we all know what he looks like, start dancing for oh, him. No, please. <laughs> no one knows what you you're fine. Don't worry. Like unless they what figure it out. Do you look like Pan Dewey? Uh, uh, sure. From Zem Invaders or whatever. I told someone asked me on Tumblr and I said it looked like their mom <laughs> and that their mom was secretly Pan this whole time. I was like, how come you never wondered where your mom went every two weeks for a couple hours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Powerpuff Girls, like okay, there was the other special dance pants which came out uh two years ago, two twenty fourteen, I think. I don't know. Yeah, it was around then. Yeah, it was an episode. It had Ringo Starr. Apparently, the Craig McCracken's a huge Beatles fan, so he apparently that I th- I feel like that's how they got him back. Yeah, he likes to do to, it. He likes to beat it to Beatles. But Craig McCracken was involved in dance pants. Nope. But, oh, uh, he wasn't. There was, oh, I thought he was. Nope. Sorry. Not involved. He was busy with Wander, but uh, there was that episode of the Powerpuff Girls where they just made a whole bunch of Beatle references through the whole thing. I wish episode. I I forgot. It was called the Beat Alls. Like four of the Powerpuff. Okay, the the four bad guys. Um, I think it was him, Fuzzy Lumpkins, Princess, and Mojo Jojo. They they defeat the Powerpuff Girls this one time, and they say we we beat them. We we should call ourselves the Beat Alls, and then like. <laughs> the, the, the thing goes to black and white and it and just covers half their faces like that one album cover and the, the whole thing they're just it's nothing but like lyrics in, w- mixed into like the into the into the script like they just casually say stuff from from the Beatles and it's just nothing but references it's like it just beats you over the head with it it's shameless it beat all's the reference <laughs> what about the band episode see me feel me know me i feel like that was like a musical inspired by the Beatles. oh yeah well the yeah the well that was banned because it was either because it had like a an anti-communism versus capitalism message or the seizure it was the flashing lights i think i don't think so because like hang on Open those fucking chips. Who's opening chips? Okay. Fuck out with me, I'm hungry. I don't think it was the flashing lights, because I I Netflix one of the DVDs, and that episode was still in there with all the flashing colors, so it was most likely the communism capitalism message. Yeah, so it was a musical episode, and they wanted to get Jack Black to play the gnome, but they they couldn't. Why not? Jack Black doesn't do anything. Well, this was like 2000... Seven or whatever. I don't know what time. This was like prime Nacho Libre time. Nacho! Yeah! Like, my Mexican family loves Nacho Libre. Nacho! Nacho! It was such a weird movie, but it was so good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it was actually pretty All fun. the wrong reasons. I mean, I it was... I haven't... It was by the director of Napoleon Dynamite, so that explains That was his big follow-up, right? Yeah, his big follow-up. They advertised the hell out of... From the director of Napoleon Dynamite. I saw that in a preview screening, and I gave it good scores. I mean, like, 2006... I hated Nacho Libre when I saw it. 2006, like, everyone was into Napoleon Dynamite, and, like, it was... There was merchandise everywhere. Everyone had, like, Vote for Pedro shirts. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it was just that weird movie that everybody either loved or hated. 
there was I remember there was this local news report back when I lived in Wisconsin and they did this um, whole report on how this guy can do a flawless Napoleon Dynamite impression. <laughs> this was newsworthy. And wow. They ended it on the most dramatic note possible. How long will his fame last? And then they went on the next <laughs> Did they just like fade into black and white and just zoom in? Tonight I'm behind the music. Does someone have that? If you can find that on YouTube, I would love to see it. How long does his fame last? Until this. Mark with the weather. <laughs> Tonight on Behind the Music. Brum, brum. <laughs> Two weeks. Oh, and then for some reason they made a Napoleon Dynamite cartoon series like... Yeah, way oh, later. Yeah, it only had like three episodes, I think. Six episodes. Like they oh, it's it's a fully coolie version. Of it. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's the fully coolie of American cartoons. Hell yeah! Yeah, I'm. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, why would you make a Napoleon Dynamite cartoon so many years later? And they got the whole. I remember they were like, and we got the whole cast back, and I was like, that's was that hard? I don't. <laughs> what else were they? It doing? It was just basically mid-season filler. That's the whole yeah. point. Of did, it. did they lose? Did they lose everyone's number? And they were just proud they found them all again. Like, I don't. <laughs> it, it was like that in Alan Gregory, wasn't it? It's like yeah, right next to Alan Gregory, there's like two short-lived cartoons nobody remembers. What about sit down and shut up? Oh, well, that's can you thing. can you believe that some people actually think Alan Gregory is good? Oh. It's pretty depressing. Well, they all work for Jonah. I remember Hill. the show, but I can't like at all. Yep, that was a TV show, all right. <laughs> I know it was like a it was about a little kid, right, or whatever. A little kid, you know, like Stewie Griffin. You know, he was smart, but he was a little kid. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a thing. No. Oh, that's it. That's all you remember the show. Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite truly was our greatest film ever made. Yeah, and then the, and then the director went on to make Nacho Libra, and then nothing. I think he's done other stuff, but no one saw it. Yeah, no one. His he just died out. So let's go into the questions. Questions. Thunderstorm just blew the fuck out of my Wi-Fi and gave me a little spooky spook. Actually, that that happened to me too. I just had like a sudden rainstorm. That's what happened to me back then. Although when I'm it's just gonna with this weather, when it rains gonna... a lot, that my plumbing goes to hell. Don't be mean. Let's see questions. If anybody has a question, be sure to start out with the word "question" so it's easier to find on the no, YouTube channel. Say hey, fuck. There you go. Yeah, no. <laughs> so it's easier to find. I control F to find the next question. So that's why. So, question. First question is by Eddie Walls. Question. Was anybody from your school best friends with an inanimate object like Johnny 2x4 was from Ed and Eddie? You know, like an imaginary friend like Plank? Anyone have I tried to I tried to draw a face on a wooden plank before, but I think it was really hard, so I stopped. In high school, everyone, like, got, got a wooden board whenever we could and just, like, draw Plank's face on it. But the, eventually the teachers took him away. What a dick. Yeah. 
Are you guys hitting, hitting each other with them or something? I mean, Plank's now trapped in, like, some d- teacher's desk in a drawer for the uh-huh. rest of his life. Mm. Although when I was, like, five years old, no, like, I don't know, eight or whatever, like, I had this rock, this, I guess, like, a a softball-sized rock, and I drew a face on it with a marker, and I called him Dink, like Mr. Dink from, uh, from, uh, Doug. Although I would carry that around, and the teachers were pissed about that. <laughs> Why? I think one of my friends took it and, and had enough of my bullshit, so they took it and they threw it over the fence <laughs> you see it just like crumble to pieces <laughs> Whoa. no dink dink no. why dink See, the only weird thing i did well there are a lot of weird things i did in high school but the main weird thing i did was uh i got confirmed with the universal life church as a reverend and I kept I kept signing my t- papers as the Reverend Jim Gisrael, and they said you can't you can't do that unless you have the paperwork to prove it. Which they didn't think when they said that that I actually did have the paperwork to prove it. So the next day I came in with my certificate and the paperwork, and they just looked at me and go, "Well, I guess you can do that." So for about two years in high school, I wrote on all my papers the Rev Jim Gisrael, and then <laughs> later when I met. I went to a signing for Kevin Smith. I have a comic that signed uh, thanks to the Rev. <laughs> so that's that's how far that joke went. <laughs> so you're technically a reverend now? Yeah, I've been a reverend since 98 or something. Wow. Give us can, some I don't know what, you, what that entails, but you can do that, whatever it does. I mean, I would, like, fake marry people a lot, but I don't know if, like, you can marry You can marry gay people, dude. Oh, cool. I think I did a couple of those. I don't know. <laughs> so now people are legally married because of you? I think they are, but I don't know. No I one's mean, ever you did like, it. It's, it's official. You- I guess I did do it a couple times. I've, I've, it's been a while. You, although my sister didn't let me do her wedding. <laughs> wow, what's up with What's up with that? I could totally... I still have the certificate somewhere, so I could actually prove that I am. Damn. But... <laughs> But then we went a little power crazy with that website and started confirming like my friend's dog and stuff. So it went a little too far. That's all it takes just go on a website. Yeah, we we were just like, let's confirm the dog because like let's make this an even bigger joke. Sanctity of marriage truly is ruined. And then like right after his house burned down, I never understood whoa, whoa, what that whoa, was about. Oh no! It got struck by lightning a bunch of times. Whatever. <laughs> nice going, you moron. That's you know, you know the guy who played Jesus in. Passion of the Christ got struck by lightning a couple times while making that movie. And I was like, if I was playing Jesus and I got struck by lightning once, I would be like, I'm done. I quit. And he kept going. What an idiot. Why would would you dedicate yourself to the passion of the Christ of all movies? Well, I hope he got some like percentage points. Are we talking about Mel Gibson or no? No, no. The guy who played Jesus. Wasn't Mel Gibson Jesus in Passion of the Christ? No, it's uh, Jim Caviezel. What, is, what, what did Mel Gibson do in that movie? He directed it and wrote it and paid I for it. I thought it was Jesus the whole time. No, do you not know what Mel Gibson looks like? I, I, I didn't see the movie. I just heard oh. about it. So I, I no. assume he was Jesus. No, but Jim Caviezel while playing Jesus, not joking, he got struck by lightning. Oh. That's a sign, dude. I don't care. That's a, You don't play Jesus after that. Damn it. <laughs> I forget what other religious movie something similar to that happened, I think. 
Was that Noah? Maybe they I got struck so. anyway. Maybe people got struck when making Evan Almighty. <laughs> they should have. <laughs> that movie sucked. Look, that was the most expensive comedy of all time. At the time? I think still. I mean, comedies don't usually cost like $200 million. That cost $200 million? I think it co- it definitely cost over $100 million. Did it, just well, co- did it all go to Morgan dude. Freeman? What? What just happened? Did it all just go to Morgan Freeman? No, I think it was like they had to build a boat and all that stuff. Well, I hope it was worth it in the end. Did that movie flop? They had all that money, but they could. They had all that money, but they could not get Jim Carrey back. You know, it's. I was thinking about that the other day. Bruce Almighty is like the last Jim Carrey star vehicle comedy. Yeah. That was really big. Like, Yes Man and all that stuff didn't really do that I, well. No one cared about Yes Man. It was like, oh, or, that's a thing. Or Fun with Dick and Jane, the remake to a movie no one remembers. I'd rather have fun with Dick and Jane. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, man. <laughs> Just what listen a, to I Nicholas love his character. Sigh. His character is so funny. Oh, man. Haha, <laughs> 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 penis. <laughs> okay, that's nice. Yeah. All right. Next question. Next question. Let's see. Uh, Opalson J. Question. Do you guys like realistic video games like COD or unrealistic indie games like Minecraft? That's like two, that person, that's like two extremes that both kind of suck. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. The Minecraft community is huge. Watch what you say. They're going to kill you. Oh wow! A bunch of twelve-year-olds are gonna come after me. I'm so scared. Five-year-olds. You know how to kill you and make it look like an accident. I can tell you how many times I've seen a fucking like a a grade school boy wearing a fucking Minecraft shirt at work, like all the time. Yeah, there's a lot of kids who wear Minecraft shirts. I've noticed that. Don't say anything. They're gonna brick you. Oh shut up! (laughs) They're gonna dig a really long hole downward, and then they're just gonna wait for you to walk into that, and then you're gonna lose all your items. I think some realistic ga- games with realistic art styles are good, but also the same goes for, like, the indie games, so it's, like, it's all preference. Yeah, I mean, like, although I prefer, like, when a game tries to be more stylized, like, it's it'll age better, because, like, something like Jet Set Radio ages way better than something that was, like, praised for being realistic at the time, like Goldeneye, because Goldeneye looks like garbage now, visually. And, Shen- and Shenmue. Shenmue, yeah. I haven't played Shenmue, but, like, the voice acting is terrible and the visuals are just eh. Yeah, I mean, these, game, these games try to be technologically advanced visually, but the problem with that is, like, in a few years, being technologically advanced means nothing yeah. in terms of anything. What about uh, American McGee's Alice? That one's, like... I like, the, I like the look, but I hear the gameplay is just really bland. Well, like... I really like all her dresses and the level designs are interesting. Mm-hmm. Sucker Punch is a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst thing I've heard ever. Oh. Yeah, but I don't know. I, anything with cell shaded, it's great. Wind Waker. Wind Whacker. Uh, I call it Wind Whacker. Cell Damage, I think. Cell Damage, yeah. I've been meaning to make a video on Cell Damage. Uh, it's like Twisted Metal, but with cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. And it still does look really good. Yeah. Oh, what do you think, Joe? Yeah. Joe? Who's Joe? I mean, Jim. Whoops. <laughs> Joe, Joe's a friend of ours. <laughs> Whoopsies. Well, actually, please, follow, I, please follow the um, Tumblr user Rocket Syrup at rocketsyrup.tumblr.com. I actually don't get when people try to make games 
look realistic. I think it's cooler when it's like has a good design behind it, you know? I just uh, hate whenever a game tries too hard to be realistic, like in terms of the physics, like Grand Theft Auto 4. Like just realistic isn't like, why don't you just like, what's the point of it? Yeah, like, why not just film something? It's like technology got so good and people, like, lost the desire to be imaginative and creative and just decided to be more realistic to wow people. Yeah. This just sounds boring to me. I don't know. I mean, it's all in the execution. Like, some some games that try to be realistic are still good. But, like, I think one of the earliest examples was, um, like, Out of This World, if anyone remembers that game. It's like, I don't know, it kind of plays like the old Prince of Persia where you're this very awkward, stiff-moving human character, and you have to survive this planet. Well, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, out of this world, it was like, it, it, well, it it looks like utter shit now. It kind of looks, it's very, I don't know. Pixelated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's whatever. Yeah, cell shading's great. Everyone do cell shade. I'm still waiting for that Sly Cooper shows. game. Sly Cooper. Classic. Sly Cooper's dead. Shut the fuck up. Just like some people found. Any other questions or next question? Uh, Goof Pilot One One Seven. Question: Are you guys excited for the upcoming Deadpool movie? I mean, sorta. Kind of. I'm not many ways it's going to go right, but I can also see many, many ways it's going to be terrible. Well, it's like I hope hope, uh, Deadpool says memes like you have a grumpy cat thing or. Oh, I'm seeing that now. The best thing to say about Ryan Reynolds is uh, I heard on this show someone said, I like Ryan Reynolds, but I don't like Ryan Reynolds movies. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's like name me, what is the good Ryan Reynolds movie? Wow. Silence. Okay. <laughs> hey, remember Green Lantern? I mean, it's like like there was that one where he's stuck in the coffin that I didn't see, but like, oh, yeah. like no one really likes, like his movies suck. So like I'm kind of interested that they're doing it, but I'm the a little. The proposal had its moments, I guess. That's the. <laughs> but like, did you guys see the Green Lantern movie? I no. Did. I uh, mean, they, they went through development hell because they spent like so much money on the costume because it was all CG, well, mostly CG. The costume and the and the studio was like, "Wow, this looks like garbage," and they threw an extra like ten million into the budget, saying, "Look, look, you got to make this look better than it does." Okay. They needed. They just needed a director who like gave a shit about Green Lantern, which they didn't have. Yeah. Well, that's a problem a because who really gives a shit about Green Lantern? Well, that yeah. yeah. They need Green Lantern is just. Uh, I don't know. He seems like a cool character, but they just need to get somebody who like actually wants to make it. And it didn't it, seem like the the guy they picked is a good action adventure director, but not a good superhero director. Yeah, I mean, like the the best part of the Green Lantern movie was this one scene where the this ending? guy. Oh. This guy was like his head was like I don't know just growing uncontrollably like his brain, but then he like reaches on a table and on the table like he's reaching for something, but on the table you see a Pokemon cartridge for, for the Game Boy Advance game, and I thought that's the best moment right there. I mean, I saw it in the theater, and this kid kept laughing every time Blake Lively would. Have I told this before? I might have. No. Oh, every time Blake Lively started talking. He just would laugh 
Like, like fake laugh. You go, <laughs> like, is it that same nerd from the Aqua Teen? No, movie? no, this this kid was funny. Like, everyone was into it because this movie sucked. It was pretty clear. And like, he kept like fake laughing at, at Blake Lively every time she just opened her mouth. And she was like so awful in the movie. And then eventually he kept, he kept doing it, but then he fake laughed too loud and made himself laugh. And, and then his, I heard his friend loudly goes, Oh, you fucked up, dude. You're not going to be able to get it back. And he just kept, he just felt on the ground laughing to himself and then he left the, he left the theater after that because he knew his joke was over and he, he's not going to stick around and watch green lantern of course and so <laughs> that's why he showed up just to laugh at it well it was like i think it was the weekend all the public schools like it was like the last day so like all the kids had a lot of energy but after that guy left like half the theater left because they're like well fuck this green lantern's over if this laughing guy's not there <laughs> it's just not the same without him but he i will say he he made that movie amazing like that's the, one of my favorite someone yelling in a movie moments is that kid laughing. It was just hilarious. So what you're saying is to improve the movie, we need like a single person laugh track. We just need one person fake laughing. Anytime Blake lively talks, we, we can get like, um, what was it squall from final fantasy that laugh from final fantasy? That was <laughs> Titus. Titus. <laughs> like what if that was the, the, the big bang theory? Like, Special edition. So, I'm pretty sure one guy somebody edited that video on the Tumblr. Oh man, someone beat me to the idea. Why do you keep stealing jokes from Tumblr, Pan? I I fucking had this idea, and then someone comes along and tells me they did it first. Simpsons. Maybe did. you should do it first, then. Yeah, literally. Here, I got the clip right here. I'll show it to you right now. Oh, speaking of Green Lantern, like Jim, people were asking, like, what was your problem with people with Green Lantern shirts, Jim? Oh, it wasn't my problem. It was just that that's like the super nerd. Like, there's no coming back from wearing a Green Lantern shirt. <laughs> and because I was going to buy one, I remember people like sat me down. It was like a it was like a intervention. It's like, look, you can't buy that shirt. You're not coming back. You're going to be the fat nerd if you are a Green Lantern. Why is were people objecting to me? Stereotyping people in Green Lantern I shirts. I wear a Green Lantern oh. shirt. Fuck you, Jim. Look, I'm not saying people who write comments in comic section are the kinds of dorks who would actually wear a Green Lantern shirt, but but that was that was dark. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't wear a Green Lantern shirt. Buy my shirts. Yeah, buy yeah. pan shirts. Oh, yeah, buy pan shirts at URL here. You can buy a, a a Nolan pill shirt in the Redbox link. Where's my where, What about waffle? What you know about waffle shrike T-shirt? I can't copyright that. They'll fucking sue my ass. You don't know. Listen. But, but I have other catchphrases, but I forgot the them. But, but going back to the Deadpool movie, like, I feel Deadpool is kind of, like, dead in the same vein as, you know, like, Invader Zim. Like, it's just, you know. Who cares? It's very, I don't know how to describe it, just fan pandering, you know? Like, it's too popular in, in a fandom, and it's just like, oh. <laughs> Local local man in Deadpool costume embarrasses himself and all those around him. Oh yeah, I remember someone in the comments like w when uh, Nicholas first appeared in the podcast. Someone said you're annoying, and then the but that guy but that guy who said Nicholas was annoying had a Deadpool shirt. I mean, had a Deadpool icon, and it was like, no, he was. It was this picture of him wearing a Deadpool jacket, but the one where the hoodie is also like a mask, and you zip it all the way up. Oh Jesus! You just have to like ask, like, do you look at yourself? 
Blocked. Are you proud of your Deadpool hoodie? Are you? I think he is. He made a pic. He made it his icon. <laughs> do you go to school and quote all the famous, all the best Let's Players at school? Is that what you do? Are you? Look at yourself. Fucking shit. You make me sick. You're pathetic. Wow. You make me we, sick. We're getting I'll dark. Spit on you. I'll spit on you, but I don't want to wait to <laughs> spit. It's so funny. You act outrageous just to get attention, but no one will go out with you. Whoa. Pan. You. Pan. Are you make, Pan, are you making fun of me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was talking to my, my high school self. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. That got, like, weird. Yeah. I, I see you fake laughing in the theater. You're trying to impress that girl two rows down. Pan, this is getting legitimately sad now. Yeah, McGroover wasn't that funny. <laughs> What's going other, on? Do we have any other questions, or are we done? I guess we're done now. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? I'm kind of weird uh, now. I'm, 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 I'm Jim. I'm going to wonder about Pan for the next two weeks. <laughs> but anyway, Deadpool movie. At least it's not the shitty X-Men Origins Wolverine Deadpool. So, you know, it's going to be good. It's, it's rated well, R. it's they, played by the same person. I, I know, but it's not like the one with like where they sewed up his mouth and he's like two claws on each hand from... X-Men Origins Wolverine, and it's just like, what is this? This isn't Deadpool at all. Oh, we'll see. Although the uh, video game 2 X-Men Origins Wolverine was way better. Like, <laughs> Wolverine could, like, just, it, it was a beat-em-up, but Wolverine could, like, get grab people inside a helicopter, pull them out of the helicopter, and just shove their head into the blades of the chopper, and you see just blood splatter everywhere. Are we wrapping up the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I'm really confused what's going on right now. We're talking, I'm talking about the X-Men Origins Wolverine video Thank game. Thank you for yeah. listening to the Pizza Party Podcast. And in honor of the new Smurfs movie, we will play out the Smurfs song. Bye. La, 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 la. <laughs> Who are you people on Pan Pizza? You can't leave until everyone says their name. Oh, hey, it's Jim. I'm leaving. Yeah, hey, it's uh, Nolan. I'm leaving too. Hey, okay. here, I, here I go. And Nicholas. And I'm getting a restraining order again. Come hey, back. I'm Cannon. I'm when I kill myself. Don't leave me, babe. Now add a gun effect. We can work this out. No, it's not happening. I'll be your Deadpool. No. I'll be your epic memes. We can roleplay as that one guy <laughs> telling you you're dumb. No, 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 no. This is so gross. Please. I got my Put Deadpool on. hoodie from Hot Topic. Don't go. I, Come on. Someone, please get me out of here. I have a Deadpool Someone, version. take you me to a place where it's safe. You can always click. You can always click that big red phone button that hangs up the call. No, wait. Like I bought a T-shirt. Emily bought me a T-shirt from Hot Topic. It's it's Deadpool looking through a bunch of comic book issues, and he says, "I've got a lot of issues." It's really funny. Enough. Bye. 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 Powerpuff. Powerpuff. Blossom, Commander, and the leader. Bubbles. She's a joy and laughter. Buttercup, she's the toughest fighter. Powerpuffs in the day. Fighting crime, trying to save the world. Here they come just in time. The Powerpuff Girls. Fighting crime, trying to save the world. Here they come just in time. The Powerpuff Girls. Ha!